This episode and every episode of A Beer With is recorded live in Diffuse Studios. Now we've got heaps of artists coming through using the space, so if you want to get involved, if you want to use the studio, whether it's to write, uh, do some mix downs, or just listen to some tunes and sort of get your ear adjusted to what a studio sounds like, just hit us up, just go to the website, it's www.diffusedstudios.com and you can go to the contact form and get in touch. So for this one, I've got Talina on the podcast, so let's run that music and get this episode underway. Hey guys, welcome back. This is another episode of A Beer With. I'm your host Jai, and today on the episode we have Talina. Now Talina is a DJ, a music producer from the Gold Coast. Um, she did a lot of shows in Brisbane uh, for a lot of her time um, DJing, but she's moved down to Melbourne recently. Um, so we, I got her into the studio, we had a chat about everything she's up to at the moment. We talk about DJing, music production, how she got into the industry, just like mentality in the industry. Um, you can really see Talina's passion come through in this episode. Um, and it was great to sort of see someone who's so passionate about her music and, and everything she's doing at the moment. So um, um, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Let's get straight into it. So as always, sit back, crack a beer if you have one and enjoy the episode. This is A Beer with Talina. So how was grass is greener yesterday? Oh, oh not yesterday, Saturday, right? Felt like yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> sleeping for so long. No, it was good. Um, for a Gold Coast festival, it was mad. It was packed. The set out was good. The layout, not enough toilets. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's Everyone always... Waiting like an hour, but... Oh, really? Yeah, it's that just... Bad. I think it's because, like, everyone is just drinking nonstop. Yeah. <laughs> Was like, it was it at the spit? This I know, so it's like opposite it? the opposite Australia Fair, okay, or Broadwater Parklands or whatever that is. All right, yeah, yeah. So it was good, really nice by the beach, like nice for the sunset and everything. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. What time were you playing? So I played at two p.m. to three. Yeah, it was good. I played before Colombo, so that was real fun. Oh, it sweet. was a bit of a vibe. Yeah, you know how festivals like they start at like. 12 or whatever, people roll yeah. in at like 2, 3. It yeah. was actually quite decent, people coming in, grooving, yeah. not just like sitting down. It was nice. Yeah, that's And awesome. then it just like flooded for Jordan's sets, like at yeah. 3, 4. It was so nuts. Yeah, especially like because he's like semi-local, I suppose, to, yeah. to Gold Coast. And he and had that. a mad um, MC. It was oh, sick. really? Yeah, hype man. I saw some um, some little Insta videos, yeah. yeah. I was like, who's that on stage? It's like, Jordan doesn't usually have, like, a hype man on stage. It was yeah. good. Definitely, yeah. like, something they should do more often. I think they are, too. Yeah. But I yeah. remember the old um, Summerfield days used to be held on the spit. Oh, I didn't go to oh, any Oh, man, they were so good. Yeah. And that, they used to be packed as well, like, really good. Um, and just, like, an amazing lineup because it was, like, yeah. field days and summer days and, like... The best acts. Yeah, like Grass is Greener was kind of the same. You have like a band stage and then the other dance stage, housewarming stage. So good. Like a bit of variety. You go from like a bit of trap and like hip hop into like house, tech house, and then just banging bass. It just got better and harder and harder. It was fun. Yeah. You could just see the energy was so good there. Yeah. And people were going from stage to stage. It wasn't just like Oh, I only like this stage. It was good to check out both. Yeah. And it was it was good because they were so far away from each other, so no bases. Oh, okay, like, yeah. Clash, so you couldn't yeah. like hear two stages at once. 
which is like rare. Yeah. Yeah, at a festival, yeah. So it's set up well then, I guess, yeah, um, in well. terms of that. Definitely yeah. successful. Super keen for Cairns next week. Yeah, that's, that's, so you've got the Cairns one um, and you're playing, you're playing a similar time. Um, I'm time playing slot. an hour later, so 3pm. But I heard okay. Cairns is more of a, um, like a proper day party thing. People will come at 12. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, not really phased though. Like I don't, I'm not like, oh, I need a full dance floor. I need the yeah, whole crowd yeah. jumping. I just like <laughs> to do me. And if like the people that are there are dancing, that's even better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they're yeah. all enjoying themselves no matter the time. Yeah. If the music's good, then you just got to provide and try that's to read it. the crowd and, <laughs> But keep the energy up as well. Yeah. Sure. So you playing early then, <laughs> I suppose that's kind of good in some like yeah. in some ways because you get it out of the way yeah. and then you can and just then you enjoy can just the rest the rest fun. of the festival. Yeah, for so sure. So did you get to see many acts then? Yeah, or? I stuck yep. around for a few um after and then I went over to the other stage. It was so crowded though because like I'm not really like a band stage type yeah. of singer person. I like to either yeah. just sit down and like mingle or even just have a little boogie to like just house music and tech yeah. house um so i didn't really venture to that stage much but there was a little vip tent behind which was cool because yeah. it was like small and yeah. the music was pumping and yeah, like yeah. yeah it was it was a vibe it was like a little bit like a smaller version or a tiny version of the housewarming stage so it was good yeah. to like walk away from all that crowd and everyone jumping and raving to yeah. just like a little groove grooving and a drink. More than, yeah. yeah than anything. So it was good. It's really good variety. So I'm looking forward to Cannes so much. Like that was epic. Yeah, that's the cool thing is you get to do it twice. I know. Like two weekends in a row. And you not got another driving one. up there either. So yeah. You can have so you a drink can, and have fun. And yeah. who knows like what to do after, especially in Cairns, apparently it's fun. Real fun. Yeah, because there's heaps of like backpacker mm-hmm. and like, you know, so there's all international crowds. So yeah. It gets, I played there before and they get loose. Yeah. But I think that like lockout laws or something or they shut way early i don't know it should be the same as it's so different to melbourne yeah well melbourne of course. <laughs> it's a whole different story yeah. like well, i played at next level for the after party yeah um last I say last night yeah saturday night after grass is greener and yeah they shut i think like 3 30 and it's yeah. like in melbourne you go out at two yeah the night's yeah. just started and yeah. it's like awesome yeah but I guess it's different. That's why I'm happy to, happier down there. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But it's still good, still good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to know quickly, just before we move on, um, mm. what's your, I always call it the big three. So that's your three from the festival. So it's your favourite act, mm-hmm. your least favourite act, and least favourite doesn't have to be like, bad necessarily yeah, yeah, yeah. but someone you thought they were going to be awesome yeah. but just maybe wasn't as good as you yeah, thought yeah yeah no that's easy to answer <laughs> and then the surprise act it's like one you didn't realise yeah so yeah good. and it was way better so what were your three from hmm. from well festival? let's say the least I can easily say I was like disappointed in Tiger set yeah like I was standing there for a little bit and it was just to me I'm not sure if it's just because I'm always in the booths or like but I thought he was yeah. quiet mm-hmm. and it wasn't like with as much energy as I thought. But then again, I don't know, I'm just not Yeah. I, not that I'm not an R and B and hip hop type of girl, it's more so like I used to play that stuff, you know. Yeah. I like it loud. I like yeah, music yeah. loud, so like and I'm not one to be in a mosh pit. Yeah. <laughs> no yeah. way would I stand there and just like I can't move for one. I can't see yeah. for two. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I don't know. I think most DJs are the same. If like you've been DJing for a while, it's like you'd prefer to just, you wouldn't really jump in front at the mosh pit. I don't yeah. know. It's just something that you do and you like that stuff. You go to yeah. festivals for those reasons. That's just my opinion. But Tiger was like, I love his stuff. I absolutely love his music. Yeah. 
But I don't know. I couldn't see him because I'm so small. So yeah. like, I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> I'm just going to venture back to the other stage to see Peking Duck. But then I couldn't even get there because it was just way too busy. And I'm like, look, this is impossible. Yeah. I'll just sit on the hill, maybe. And yeah, Just, like, yeah. listen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it's loud. It's loud. Yeah. But, um, what else? What was the other one? So, the, your favourite act? Favourite. Um, I think the one... Oh, actually, a yeah, favourite would be Jordan. He's just... He's yeah. good. He's yeah. really good. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's good. He played, he played most of his own tunes, which yeah. is like... Even better, really, Yeah, 100%. Isn't it? And he know that, like, the feeling he would be feeling. He's so yeah. happy up there, which makes me feel happy. Yeah. So, but the hype man that he had. So it was yeah. sick. It was, like, a really good set. It brought everyone's energy up. But Colombo cool. surprised me. Yeah? Um, Like, obviously, I like his stuff and his music and the yeah. label and everything that he, like, looks after. But, fuck, his tunes were, like, yeah. constant, like... And didn't, I didn't think he'd play those type of tunes. I thought maybe a bit more vocally... Yeah. But it wasn't. It no. was just like, I was just stepping. I'm like, no, nah, yeah. I'm not leaving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just stand in the sun, get burnt, just keep dancing. I'm yeah. like, I don't care. Wait until he finishes. And then Jordan jumped on. I'm like, whoa. Uh, now, a... then Chumba, they were good too. Yeah. And yeah, just kept going up and up and then straight to the UK base. And I'm yeah, like, whoa. Okay, yeah. She stepped back for a bit. Yeah. Like, a lot of it gets that real in the past hectic. Six months. So yeah, yeah. So I went for a big changeover from playing all that. Yeah, because now you're playing more tech house yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah, a little bit of techno and yeah. mainly just house and tech house. like. And that is that... And I don't branch out from anything else anymore. I used to yeah. be real diverse. Yeah, And yeah. try to do a bit of everything, especially like playing at the Met. You know, Coco, Maine, Coco yeah. and Maine. Yeah, yeah. But like Melbourne, it's just everything down there is more focused on the tech house type of yeah. thing. Like techno, underground. It's just, I love it. So yeah. I can easily get do a lot of shows there and get a lot of work there because there's a variety. Yeah. So it's more you and yeah. the sound that you love or, yeah. or want to do. Yeah, 100%. Um, I was going to say that's probably like partially due to, like you said, the music policies of, yeah. of you know, the places you were playing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. when I was playing Surface, like five years doing Surface, <laughs> like... Far out, like, I don't even know. EDM, bounce, big room, into yeah. R&B and old school, like, playing Biggie some nights. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's crazy. Going yeah. from all different genres and now finding my true happiness. Yeah. Like, I'm, I enjoy playing house to tech house to techno, all in between melodic, minimal, dark. It all works in, into one. I like doing a journey now. Like, sometimes I used to get bored. Big room yeah. sets for, like, four hours. It's like, <laughs> oh, oh Like, at the time, yeah. you know, you don't really know any different. You're doing it. Yeah, yeah. But, like, with this, I'm like, yeah. I can, yeah. Like, I'm happy to do an eight-hour set because it's yeah. like, I don't know, more of a journey. Yeah. And I suppose before, it's like, you still love it because you still enjoy music and, you know, yeah, every, every type of music has its place mm-hmm. and its time and all that. Yeah. And I suppose you get the energy of the crowd and everything is really cool. But yeah. When you've got that energy of the crowd, plus you're playing the music that you love. Yeah, and you're grooving too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it makes it better. The energy in the room. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And so is that, is there a big, there's a big scene then down there for the tech house, yeah. house techno Honestly, stuff? It, yeah, that's it. Massive? Yeah. Yeah. People think, oh, it's all Melbourne bounce because it's Melbourne. And that's yeah. where it kind of, you know, grew from. But it's not. If you venture out and like have a look at, the actual clubs around town and the ones that are popping and, like, the ones that people, like, recommend. It's the ones that, like, play house music and play tech house and, like, acid even and just things that people... It's educating, you know, and people are there to groove. People like the music. People don't go out, like, and 
my opinion is like, you know, if you go to surface and you go down the strip, you know, you go to cocktails, you go to shooters, you're just sinking drinks and like people yeah. want to fight on the street. Like if you're passing each other in Melbourne, like on chapel or something, it's just like, yo, where are you going? It's like, oh, porn and then day spa and this and yeah. that. It just goes on and it's a good vibe. But yeah, like sometimes, you know, you run into different situations, different people. Like, yeah, like yeah. you can in surface with, I think it's a big thing comparing surface to places because I just remember there's always fights and lockout laws and yeah. this and that and yeah Melbourne's just I feel like not everyone but a majority of the people is a, like they're about the music yeah yeah and a good time yeah and avoid the things at all costs that aren't a good time that's yeah. how I feel <laughs> yeah I apart know. from going out and trying to just get drunk and getting yeah. fights and, yeah yeah Prove how yeah tough people you are. like to dance in the day. Yeah. You know, Revolver. You've obviously heard yeah, of that club. Yeah. Like it's yeah. People go there just for a boogie. Mm. Some people don't even you know drink and continue on from the night before. Some people literally like to just stop in and have a boogie. Yeah. Where do you get that here? Is there even a thing here? No, there's no real day places. On a Monday, even people pop yeah. in before like work and stuff yeah. like that, and it's like cool. Yeah, you that's can't cool. Really yeah. Say, like that's that's fucked because it's. Yeah. It's not really that bad. Like, you can have a boogie. Like, if you like music, you love to dance, What's what, how yeah. can you complain about yeah. that? That's something special. That's cool. I suppose it's like a culture thing, too. They've, that's they've it. developed that culture. down there. Yeah. Way different yeah. culture. And that's the thing about, like you were saying, people think it's Melbourne Bounce and all that. But, I mean, I think it's diverse, isn't it, in Melbourne? And there's spots. There's a spot for everything. Oh, there's, there's so many R&B clubs as well. Yeah. It's not just what I'm saying, oh, it's all about house, but I mean... There's a lot. There's yeah. a big variety. There's yeah. events every weekend. Techno, little techno events. Like yeah. fest house festivals on the water in St Kilda that host like really big artists. Maybe one or two that are just like huge internationals. But they'll just pull the whole of Melbourne. Yeah. You have something here and someone like maybe a few people know. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. Yeah. But grass is greener. Like this is what I mean. Like it's evolving. It's happening now. Yeah, I feel like yeah. it's getting better slowly. Yeah. It's slowly getting it's very yeah. slow, but yeah. it's, it's happening. Yeah, and it's all happening at once, which makes it better. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's something that a lot of people on this podcast have been talking about that Brisbane is starting to grow and it's starting to get yeah there. Like it's not where it needs to in terms of like Melbourne scale. Yeah, but um, and I think it's I think the great thing about Melbourne too is there's so much like opportunity for artists to break out. That's and exactly like why that. I moved. Out. Like yeah. more opportunity, not to like more so break out, but be around what I love more you yeah. know not make the mish to go to one specific place that does the one thing that i like yeah you know yeah it's any corner you walk into a kebab store and they're playing hot since 82 and you're yeah. just like <laughs> yeah, this is sick. i'm just gonna <laughs> boogie and order at the same time actually yeah. i might even eat it here and have a dance like yeah yeah it's just like the vibe and energy in melbourne is well and then, i can't say that for everyone like yeah more so people that are into the music scene they yeah, will okay, appreciate yeah. it yeah but art as well. Yeah. Everyone loves the art down there. It's just a nice city. What about, like, production and stuff? Like, I've seen you kick around to a few different studios down there. Mm-hmm. What, um, what's it like as far as, like, the community down there with, like, producers, you know, people who are into making music and stuff? There's a big scene down there, yeah, obviously. Yeah, I feel like musicians. everyone's writing music. <laughs> Everyone? Yeah. You, anyone but, you meet? I mean, not even so much their own tracks. I do feel like there is a lot happening here in Brisbane and Gold Coast. People are really getting onto the scene now yeah. and really writing and pushing and putting their stuff on Spotify and just trying real hard, which is yeah. great. Like, I think it's just start, something starting to happen. Yeah. Like, slowly. Yeah. But Melbourne, like, obviously, it, 
it does come into like the whole Melbourne bounce scene because you have like Will, Joel and all those big Melbourne artists yeah, that yeah. are riding and growing. Not so much the house scene down there, yeah. right? They're more so good DJs, you know, yeah, playing yeah. around town. When you're in Melbourne, it's more of like everyone knows Melbourne type of scene and like you don't really grow and take the tech house and techno producers and stuff like that and bring them up here because that's a cultural thing down there and that takes you to those places that do yeah. that overseas. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no one's okay. going to bring a techno artist up from Melbourne. Yeah, Let's yeah. be real. Yeah, yeah. But if someone like likes their music and like they look them up and they want to book them like a club overseas, they're going to bring them from Melbourne to yeah. there because that they're yeah, yeah. following their culture, which suits other places. Yeah. Whereas like Bounce, you can get them anywhere in... Queensland, because yeah, people yeah. are like, yes, they Bounce. love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's more so like the names, you yeah. know. So there's not, there's, I suppose there's not as much demand for that up here. Yeah. And so, you know, That's you've got to have a big name to be able yeah. to bring, you know. And every, you need crowd. to bring all the fans of techno out to the gig exactly. to make it work, yeah. you know. They all have to come. And yeah. if it's someone who's just like a mid-tier or lower-tier yeah. artist from Melbourne, yeah. you know, it's probably, they're probably not going to you know, come up. Yeah, I agree. So, um... The production though down there, yeah. Some of the studios. Oh, that I stuff, was working been, in. Yeah, I've seen some of your Instagram stuff. Yeah, yeah how, so, how does that come about? Like, are these people that you've just hit up, or um, you had connections kind already? Of, yeah, friends of friends, and like my management, obviously, like know people that yeah. I can like talk to to sit in the studio with and stuff like that, yeah. and hire out studios for a day. There's heaps around town, and like you know, I'm gonna soak it up. Obviously, yeah. I like to sit and write in a studio for hours, but, yeah. you know, things cost money. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you do a bit of both. You lay in the bed, you know, and, like, yeah. get comfortable somewhere, sit at a table, put in your headphones, and then if you want to take it to the studio to tidy it up, do the mix down yeah. and stuff. Yeah, but um, I've been actually studying. I just finished, actually, I did a six-week mixing and mastering course. I saw you were doing Yeah, at Abbey Road Institute. So that's in South Bank, and it's such a cool school. And, yeah, um, yeah we learned just, like, mixing, mixing and mastering in, like, a full-on course for six weeks. And, yeah. Um, yeah, they let me use the studios there and the time yeah, there. Yeah, that's awesome. Because, so, <laughs> yeah, like, million-dollar studios, probably. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah, with so, SSL gear and stuff. Yeah. Um, did you use much of that gear, though? Or was kind it of. just the I, speakers and Yeah, more so the speakers and, like, yeah. even the mics and stuff. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun, and, like, working in the actual... Um, studio where they teach us things look we can use like the midi keyboards and stuff because yeah. i don't have that down in melbourne i have it at my home studio yeah so i'm a bit lost i'm like just on the computer like yeah waiting to just use a studio but patience is you know yeah that's thing. it because i remember asking you um on instagram mm -hmm. saying how is it you know coming from somewhere where you probably had your setup yeah. in your room and it's all there and you're used computer. to working in it so now it's just your computer to write, I suppose, and then yeah. studios to do, the, you know, the other stuff. So how has that um, change sort well, of gone? And it, what was difficult or is there anything in particular that you have found? I like writing music with the keyboard because I played piano for like seven to eight years when I was a bit younger. Yeah. So I love using an actual MIDI keyboard. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's good to have proper KRK speakers and... Just like the setup of a dark room with like lights. I like the proper setup so you're yeah. in the zone and having my mic and stuff like that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like you're still writing, you can do the same things just on your laptop with your keypad and you can take it to a studio. It's more about the creative side of everything. Yeah. You know, you don't really need to go overboard, but yeah, I'm, I'm more of a hands-on person. So I like to write and listen 
just it's just like access and what's easier really yeah but i'm not fussy at the end of the day i'm writing music i can and i can hear it in my headphones yeah it is annoying though having headphones on for eight hours i literally like write and i don't move and i look at the time and i'm like oh i need to eat yeah i I should have eaten three hours ago (laughs) and then you lose hunger and you're like oh might as well stay on to 2 a.m yeah yeah i get carried away (laughs) that's the thing in like in here in this room it's there's no windows or lights so it's like yeah there there is a window there is a window there (laughs) it's been boxed um, yeah we had to box it off well because we had to like soundproof it from from the the road and you still get some sound but um yeah, it's we've done some like twelve hour days in here and stuff, and it's like you go hours out. This feels like nothing. Though. Yeah, yeah, and you go outside and you're like, whoa, it's dark. You know, like yeah, it was. Is it sunrise or sunset? Yeah, the sun was out before. Um, it's so, like yeah, walking it's, out a revolver. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um. So yeah, so you said you played piano. Yeah. When did you start? So if you go right back to when you first started in music. Yeah, like just music overall. Just in general. Oh, how like, old were you? I, and, you know, so it was piano. So yeah, I did like keyboard, and um, I got into doing piano. Yeah. So keyboard lessons and doing all like the exams and like performances, and then I got into like we bought a baby like grand piano. A my, baby grand. Yeah, oh, so nice. So and nice. we had it in the house, and like so you, I, it's not there anymore. Then. No, no, no. Okay. So my parents like, oh, got a restaurant. They put it in their restaurant. <laughs> yeah. I st- well, I have a MIDI keyboard in the studio. Yeah, so. yeah. But yeah, it was nice to learn and um. I didn't ever think I'd do DJing or like, because at that time when I started DJing, I was 17 and I probably stopped piano at like 15. Yeah. And I'm in keyboard and all of that. So I was really young when I learned it all. Mm. Um, but yeah, I did piano and then I always did like choirs and musicals. And yeah. my mum is a singer, so she's like okay, fully yeah. into that. And I did dancing as well. Like, yeah. Hip hop, <laughs> yeah. So like, you now know, you don't listen of, to hip hop and R and B. I like listening to it, but I mean, yeah. I'm not. I prefer not to play it. Like I used yeah. to play. I don't know if you know heard of Bourbon Bar when Bourbon Bar was around. I have heard of Bourbon Bar. Where yeah, was that was in that in Surface, like a lot. Yeah, of I remember the name, but I. I was doing like seven hour nights there, just like Fridays and Saturdays when I was fresh eighteen. All my friends are like, "Yeah, come to cocktails." I'm like, "I'm working. I'm playing R and B and." Hip-hop for seven hours. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I loved it at the time. And yeah. I still like playing it. But, I mean, I have a preference now. This is Talina. This is my brand. Yeah. And I'm going to just work on it. You yeah. know what I mean? And just yeah. keep playing that because I found my... Like, I've been through heaps of genres. <laughs> yeah. I think that's how heaps of people start, though. Like, yeah. I used to be a party DJ Every, and that, I think you know? Like, yeah, like, party you know. DJ. Um, and, yeah, I mean, that's how you sort of have to start, especially these days. Yeah, I think it'd be so hard starting out as a house DJ <coughs> and just knowing house and nothing else. Yeah. Because it's, yeah, it's very different. Like, There's imagine so many someone people trying to though, teach you to that. play trap. Yeah, yeah. You'd be like, well... Yeah. Well, There's no kick on every beat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, do I, what do I mix to? Yeah, you know? literally. It's like, well, yeah, because yeah, I used to be big into breakbeat. Um, mm. heaps of years ago so that was yeah that was good to learn yeah um, not to mix to the kick basically oh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah so music growing up um and so with piano did you do any like grades or anything did you any did you do any oh honestly it's so long ago but oh, it's not that long ago Come i'm on. trying to think no honestly i was in primary school maybe just getting into high school yeah Nearly like nine years ago or whatever, I just can't remember too much of what 
all all of the you know grades and all that were called, but I did like you six, did do some exams did, and stuff. Oh, yeah. I did exams, competitions, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, performances. Yeah, okay. I got medals, awards. Like uh, it was like I yeah. did the whole thing. I'm like I love the love Stedfords piano. and stuff. The Stedfords, yeah. like performing. Full piano my girl. whole family, yeah, like <laughs> proper like playing song after song and performing, getting up, doing the bow. Like yeah. I went to a private <laughs> school, so I was a little like yeah. I need to get this and I need to like, and then when, like and when all the family come over you like have to play them a song oh or my something. god like, oh, can I <laughs> on the piano and play this song I'm like you're so good sure. like, <laughs> and now I'm like no don't listen to me stuff I get nervous in front of my mom yeah and, like, yeah it's weird because I'm just like I just want to be like I make them proud you know yeah so and I suppose you don't really practice piano or keyboard no really not anymore. really it's more so like just for writing just, stuff yeah in. when yeah. I write just like flows you yeah. know what I mean I don't really have yeah. anything to learn to yeah but you're not playing full songs and stuff like no. that two hand like you know no no, stuff. no no need to <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> unless you know someone wants to book me for their orchestra or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, a little private bar gig on the piano. There's so many jazz bars and piano uh, bars really? in Melbourne. But, uh, I but sit there and I'm like, should I quickly jump on? The players little... are probably all like oh, crazy good. Yeah, but, they're like, all you know, like, the little top hats and they're like, <laughs> da, 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 and I'm like, that could have been me. for 40 years or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, maybe I shouldn't get up. Oh, they might laugh at me. Maybe yeah. I might get into a little tech house beat by accident. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but that's really handy, obviously, coming, like, it in production. So well. Like, yeah. in production. Like, yeah. I, I always sit there with, like, Knowing keyboard in front of me and that, and I'm like, oh, I wish what I learned how to play what? piano. Like, well, I know, like, basic theory, because I, I come from a classical background, too. I used to play trumpet and mm-hmm. sing and all that kind of stuff. But just to be able to play, you know, yeah. melodies and, and things flows. better. Yeah. And just to have the technique, I think, um, yeah. would be, yeah, super handy. Um to have and so when you started when you were 17 like how mm. did that start like what how did you start getting into DJing, DJing? yeah like well, what what happened there like because uh, I don't honestly know how I started <laughs> even thinking about the whole yeah. DJing thing it was more so I really got into music like especially in like high school you know you just have a lot of have a lot of time to yourself around like outside of school do you know what I mean at that age it's like you're either partying or you're in school like and that's what it is and you always music is always involved at all the parties you're talking but it's not like a major thing it's like you just know what's what and then I was like oh I want to know more I want to get into more things I started doing lots of research on artists and I fell in love with Flume because of how young he was and the stuff that he was making and it's like so different and then like I didn't think about music production it was more so like look at where he is I never saw the production side. It was more so he's a performer. He he DJs. It's cool. Yeah. And, like, it's inspiring. So I was like, maybe I should just, like, I want to know how to mix. Yeah. So for my 17th birthday, we got decks for my birthday. Yeah. And I just taught myself. And I knew a few people. And they kind of showed me the ropes with, like, beat matching and, like, how, like what's good. Like, gave me some playlists and songs type of thing and showed me yeah. what's good. Start your little yeah. starter pack. DJ yeah. starter pack. A little pack. bit. Like, just <laughs> show me the ropes. Like, spend an hour every, like... Not it wasn't often like I literally yeah. sat at home and like just looked at my DDJSX and I was like all right yeah just played around and because I loved music it was and I've always been around music I picked it up really quick yeah and then I had a few friends that were like oh you DJ now and you know six years ago then on the Gold Coast like it's like hopping yeah like 
everyone's going out, you know, Envy, this club in Broadbeach used yeah. to be popping, like... That's like, like all the, when EDM was just sort of, yeah. like, really Martin coming Garrix, up. Yeah, like, yeah, all that stuff, massive, Animals, yeah. do you remember that yeah, song? Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I got asked to do a few formal after parties. I ended up DJing my own formal after party. <laughs> it was awesome. Like, <laughs> that would have been My whole hectic. grade, like, it was just, like, I, had, I was so excited, but... yeah. Obviously, at the time, I didn't care about the money. It wasn't, like, nothing like that. Not that I ever do care about the money, but I didn't think of it as, like, a career. It was so crazy. It just happened. Yeah. In the blink of an eye, I started DJing in a club underage, carrying my decks in. Yeah. And getting escorted out after because I'm underage. Yeah. And, like, doing that for eight months. That was at NB. Underage. So how was that? It was... Playing underage. Because, obviously, you were sober the whole time. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I drive in... With my decks in, like, the actual the package of the deck. It wasn't even a case. It was still... The box. <laughs> the box. Bloody box. And I was like, okay, I am here. I'd call them when I'm at the front. And they'd be like, okay, <laughs> so they take, they take me in. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so embarrassing. Because I'm just, like, literally walking with a big thing. And everyone's looking at me like, who is you this just bitch? buy that today or something? <laughs> like... Oh, my God. And then I set, I set up my decks, move the CDJs. Yeah. Because I didn't know how to use them. And, yeah. you know, I'm yeah, young and you I was like, start, yeah. you know, I took my deck everywhere. I'm like, it's my baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only using my baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like, because I was not scared, but it's like comfortable and I never got yeah. shown the ropes. Yeah, you didn't know how to use the other stuff. And then yeah. like two, three weeks into playing Envy, um, they were like, you can't use your decks anymore. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> good one. And they're like, no, seriously. Seriously. And I'm like, yeah. all right. So what am I doing? They're like, look, bring your decks in, but you can play. I had a seven-hour set or six-and-a-half-hour set, and I'm like... Yeah, long okay. sets, too, to play are. just on decks, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was like, okay, cool. I'll just bring it just in case, but here's the first time putting my USB into a record box. I'm like, I don't know if this is going to load. I had no idea what yeah. I was doing. And then, yeah, literally put it in the CDJ, and I'm like, here we go. Yeah. And it wasn't really different, but it was, because yeah. it... To me, it's a completely different, like, layout. Yeah. Because it's not one deck. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I don't know. It just was different. It was, like, 9 o'clock at night. The club was, like, getting full. And I'm like, shit, shit, shit. Don't yeah. fuck up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was fine. You had to be thrown in the deep end. And yeah. after that, I never touched my deck again. <laughs> yeah. So you figured it out on yeah. the fly. Yeah. 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 It was a, it, definitely a bit different. There's, like, the loop buttons and all that. It's all a bit... Yeah. different especially being so young and never i never looked at cdjs yeah never even like you never touched them in person yeah yeah just like don't even look i sit my yeah. laptop on and i'm like yeah yeah, move. yeah. <laughs> oh so so how did you get that gig then so um pe- someone that's like saw me play or heard of me from posting on my dj page that i created so I started, like, a page after I did a few house parties and, like, formal after parties because I'm like, why not? Like, this is cool. I love it. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe I can do this for, you know, and I started doing, like, private things like house parties and more birthdays on yeah. my own. Like, at first I was with a little thing called Electric Candy. Okay, I don't yeah. know if you ever heard of it, but they threw cool as house, like, okay. warehouse shed parties and people would just go there and party all night. And I was still 17, so I'm like, okay, what's next? Like, like a didn't have an end goal. I was never like, Tomorrowland, I wanted, this is who I want to be. Yeah, I yeah. just kept DJing. Yeah. I just, and it became a job. And I'm like, I don't need to do anything else. Like, like, 
Yeah. What am I doing? Just paying the bills. Yeah, it's more yeah. so I'm just happy and I love it and I can make a career out of it. And then I got picked up. Like, someone was like, do you want to have a set at this club? Like, oh, because I think I uploaded a mix or I did, I shown them some stuff or I think I shown them, they asked me to mix in front of them one time. Okay, yeah. In the, I think it was like in the daytime, at, <laughs> at, at, like at the club. Yeah. So they could see if I'd be suitable for the club. What club was this? This was Envy. So this, oh, was, this is where it yeah. all started, Envy. Yeah, so like, okay, yeah. So that's how it was. And then, yeah, he was like, that's it, you're our new resident. <laughs> yeah. We were offered, like, a residency. So I was playing, like, EDM to, like, trap to R&B and, like, reading a crowd. And I learned real young, you know, how to read yeah. a crowd and how to yeah, yeah, yeah. mix from different genres and, like... That's so important. Like, yeah. I feel... I see I see so many, um, like, people come out of your shot now mm-hmm. and I feel like they miss that whole... Everything, that every learning genre. period, like of learning how to read a crowd and mix out, because you know when you when you play um, your shot, your shot, it's, it's just a, a massive crowd, and it's a prepared yeah. twenty minutes. It's only twenty minutes. Yeah, twenty minutes. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like so. Oh, no. I always say, I hope that my advice to anyone who's just come out of your shot is to make sure you, you know make sure you learn how to do an open set. Yeah, you know, a warm up, a close, 100%. and to read a cloud, a crowd. A you know, like a cloud. Read the clouds. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, make sure you can read a crowd because, like, I, I feel like there's that development and learning but phase also, that you miss. I find that, like, people get picked up from your shot, right? Yeah. And then that's their chance to prove. Because no one's going to put someone from your shot on, like, a massive support or, like, a headline. They're yeah. going to want to get them used to... It's like fresh blood. They want to see, like, yeah. maybe they'll be good for my club. Maybe they can pull for my club. Yeah, or a yeah. good look for my yeah. event. That's I think that's where they come from all these new DJs they've picked from your shot which is good yeah yeah, yeah. but then that's, I definitely think it's good I, I feel like that's their like that's the time to shine and show yeah. that like you've music got to is really their passion put it, yeah you've and really got to put the more than what they played in a 20 minute set yeah and yeah. if they didn't then that's that's where they should take it is like I'm going to go home and learn because mm. your shot was fun and I, it was a competition but that's yeah. not the industry yeah yeah exactly so it's like Got it, yeah. It's something, it's not, people think it's super easy, but, I mean, DJing is fun and easy if you get DJing and you know people and you're in the right places, but if you want to be somewhere, it's production. If you want to, you know, take your, if you have a brand, you know, and you want to make people happy and you want to do it the right way. I always talk about, like, who is a really popular, famous DJ that you know that doesn't produce or doesn't have productions. Like, can you think of any of these days, really? There's not really anyone who's there. You know, everyone has... Whether they make their own music or not... I'm trying to actually think. Yeah, it's really hard. Can you think of anyone? um, I mean, there's... You've got... You've got... got, I mean, not big guys or anything. But, like, you know, you've got... That's exactly the example. There's no big guys. Yeah. Don't produce yeah. and just DJ. The only thing would be like DMC scratch, you know, yeah. turntablist stuff. But that's that's like another subcategory yeah, of DJing, so you know, like um, that's yeah, that's like a performance, not really a, a club, yeah, sort of thing. So yeah, everyone does produce. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so moving on from Envy, then, mm-hmm. how did you sort of progress to? when, you know, you started playing at the Met. The first time I actually saw your name come up was when you played up in Townsville um, at the... The Magnetic Island. The Magnetic Island, because I know those guys up there and I've been up there and played before. Yeah, yeah, and and all that. Yeah, so lovely. So I was up there last year at some stage and so I I was actually almost came up 
that and time. played at that gig. Oh, um, but I fun. just I just couldn't yeah I couldn't manage it. But yeah. they were like yeah come up you can play. And I'm like oh, oh man so, yeah. that was a wild one. Yeah, too. How, how was that? On the boat. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> vomiting on the boat. Was um, that there or back? Um, back definitely back. not there. I was yeah. so keen. Had a little nap before the show. The night started and all I can remember was getting carried back to my apartment because like we. Like, I played a good set with everyone. We all had a good time. And then it was like, the boys were like, all right, shots. I'm shots. Like, <laughs> and then who was there? Lucille. And she was like, all right, babe, here you go. Have a skull. And I'm like, what yeah. is it? And she's like, tequila. I'm like, tequila? Yes, tequila. I said, say <laughs> goodbye to me because, yeah. yeah you and I tequila can't... aren't friends? No. No. It makes me become best friends with the floor. Yeah, yeah. And I just black out. And I just remember waking up and we had to catch a boat back to the land, the then bay. a plane. And I'm like, <laughs> I was felt so sick. I'm laying in Lucille's lap and she's just patting my head. Like, <laughs> me. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, when I was up there, it was I'm, I got so loose as well. It's yeah. fun. Like, they know how to run events. They know how to, like, play good sets, good get a good party going. Yeah. And they know how to party as right well. Right there, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So no, good. that was good. We had like a little after party at someone's house on the island and there was like this massive fire and people climbing on the roof and like, so it was just like mental. Magnetic island. Yeah. It was it's good because it's so like secluded. Mental. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no but one it was knows like, what happens on the island. <laughs> it was so mental. Like just, yeah, crazy after party. Um, And because the one I was there for was like a afternoon day party type thing. Yeah. And so there's like people in the pool. And, How good like, is the yeah. pool by the yeah, way? Yeah, yeah. I used to be a resident there, like, years and years ago. Um, oh, f- maybe, like, 2010 to yeah. 2012. Crazy. Um, yeah, with the full moon parties that used to be there. Oh, okay, cool. And that, they would have been fun. Uh, up there with, like, um, Jake Hoodrich. Mm. Oh, me, Hoodrich, yeah. Me and him used to do, like, the opening sets from, like... So one would play four to six, someone else would play six to eight. Mm-hmm. And so we'd sort of, like, swap both times. But we'd both rock... We'd both come, like, on the same ferry. Yeah. And just hang out and have beers while, the, while the sun's setting, you know? Like, just having beers out on what that deck and time. stuff. time. It's, like, overseas. It's, like, just somewhere yeah. else. So good. Um, yeah, there's some wild stories from, um, from I, that. I bet. From I bet. There, there's yeah. always wild stories at yeah. DJ shows and... Yeah. Crazy. Um, so, yeah, so so Envy, back to the question. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Sidetracked <envy. laughs> again. You're at Envy. That was my starting um, point. Yeah, you started at Envy. So, how, where did you go from there? Like, how from did there, you... I like, obviously, I turned 18, so I started going out as well. So, like, I never did the whole clubbing underage thing, like, you know, everyone yeah. gets a fake ID. And well, blah, I never like, did that. I was never I about that. No. No, it's I more so, either. like, I was already playing in the club and, like, <laughs> You didn't need to. I didn't really... What See I was your friends. Around, hey, guys. Yeah, <laughs> I, know. I don't know. I just didn't feel... I wasn't looking forward to going out after playing at that age. It was more so this is, like, a kind of a job. It's all new. Like, yeah. take it professionally. Like, this is going to, like, can be something. And then when I turned 18, like, I was like, I can go out and party now. Yeah. So I started, like, playing and then going out after and... Yeah. But then when I started going out and surface, like, I started meeting people and they were like, oh, you played Envy, we've seen you play there before. And, you know, I had a page flowing and I was sharing it around. It was more so I was proud of, like, what I was doing. And, yeah. um, you know, excited there weren't many, well, yeah. very excited. Not many people are doing that six years ago around yeah. town, like, that were young and, like, yeah. got their foot in the door. So, like, early and easily type of thing. And, yeah. You know, um, I worked really hard for it and, like, there were a lot of late nights. I lost, like, you know, a lot of time doing a lot of driving and, like, just, you know, when you're 17 and 18, like, you, even 17 in high school, 
Yeah. And I was like, what, like doing my exams, trying to graduate. And then I'm like, oh my God, like I have to, it was just so new. So I'm like, now it's like, I have all my music prepared. But back then it's like, what do I play tonight? Like, oh my yeah. God, it's going to be such a late night. I'm out till 5am and it's like yeah. so fresh. But then I just started going out and then telling, like meeting people that run the places. And I would just network and say, I play yeah. this and I'd send them mixes and then I'd hold down residencies yeah. for like, so I did Bourbon Bar and that grew like my strength with playing um R and B and hip hop and like old school and I did it all like did heaps of different genres. I would go from Envy for two hours to Bourbon Bar for three and then like a different club and then I got into shooters and I did a bit of cocktails. Elsewhere was fun and Melvers. Yeah. I did it like a bit of everywhere around town just because that's what you could do. And then yeah. um I kept going to the Met because I really got into music a lot more. Like, when I say that, my taste changed. I got into Bass House. I got into, like, yeah. your Charmy, your Confessions, all that type of yeah, vibe. Yeah. And, like, that's what was popping around then, like, Destructo and all that. Like, yeah, yeah. It was awesome. All your Night Bass, that's that's when I was, like, yeah. When I first stepped foot into Elsewhere, actually, that's when I was, like, I want to be around this music. Yeah, No yeah. more R&B, no more Bounce, no more yeah. EDM. Since then I stopped and, like, I left those clubs and I focused on clubs that was, like, bassy, jumpy, not, like, not really your, you know, Blaster Jacks, Martin Garrix and all that. I, yeah, yeah. I don't know, it just changed because obviously music, music opens yeah. your eyes. When you listen to a different genre, yeah. it literally, like, changes everything. Yeah, when you've never heard it before. Yeah, or never grooved or, yeah. like, never been or on never. It. Sometimes it's about hearing it in the right space. With the right energy, the people, right, yeah. and the production, and I talk about that all the time. It's like, true. You don't. It doesn't make sense for yeah. me. Electronic music didn't make sense. Yeah. Like coming from a um, classical background, mm -hmm. hip hop and of all that, course. and then like until I went to the family, like years yeah, and years yeah, ago, yeah. and saw it, you know saw it with everyone, you know the the whole package, the crowd there, the energy, the yeah. lights, the sound system, everything like it's crazy. It, it changes. Like, so going yeah. from like shooters or cocktails or not, like I obviously they were dope back in the day. And so, yeah. I don't know now. Like I've grown from that. So yeah. But at that time, like they were sick, and like as soon as I experienced elsewhere. Oof, I was like, yeah. this is crazy. Like it's intimate. It's dark. It's very different. No, yeah. like. I don't know how to explain. I fell in love with it. And then I was there from like Thursday to Sunday, just like grooving on the dance floor. It, was, yeah, it yeah. changed my, yeah. it changed a lot. And then after that, I started to make the mishup and just drive to Brisbane every weekend to see dope yeah. artists. And then yeah. I was like, obviously I was DJing on a, like a lot of places around the coast, even down at like Commune yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Backpackers there. Yeah, so, like, I did all of that, but still venturing up to the Met. And I never thought of the bigger picture. Like, imagine if I could play at the Met. I would die. Yeah. And then, like, I sent in a mix one time because they were like, we're looking for DJs, blah, blah, blah. This was, like, maybe two years ago. And, like, my partner at the time, he was like, just send in a mix. Like, they'll love it. And then I did. And then they said, yeah, come in one night. Oh, no, actually, they didn't get back to me about it. Yeah. Um, they didn't say anything and I was like, oh, that's okay. They have all new DJs now, whatever. Like, yeah. I'll just keep doing me. Yeah. And then like six months later, I got a m message saying, hey, Talina, management here from, um, the Met. Yeah. Do you mind sending in a mix? We've been seeing your socials and like, you know, we'd yeah. like to. Maybe get you. Yeah. See set. how you go. Um, but send us a mix first. So I sent them the mix that I sent them. The first time. Yeah. Because I don't think they would have listened. I made it like 
on purpose for Coco so they could okay, like you yeah. know like not to show my diversity because I can do that for them in front of them type of thing if yeah, they yeah. want to see that yeah, I'm not yeah. going to send them a mix that's not suitable for the room I want to play in yeah yeah you know yeah yeah and like because I was like going there a lot so I was like yeah. I know you, you what's what to, yeah. like I know what I <laughs> like what I could play in this room and so then I did that and they were like yeah okay like what you want in Coco and then I just I just kept going up from there and then only like a couple months ago before I moved to Melbourne, like I really stopped and I was like, whoa, like I've been playing at the Met, the place that I, yeah. I did not play on the coast at all. Like it was yeah. just Brisbane every weekend and there's no yeah. problem with me just being loyal to the Met. Like yeah, it's where I wanted to be and like I've got a mad, mad like group of friends there and then got a really good fan base and like now living in Melbourne and playing a completely different genre because I went from bass and deep house and house. Yeah. In we just within the Met, swapping both rooms, and then straight into more so just the techie bassy, and then UK bass. And I didn't yeah. play anything but UK bass. I was like, that's it. I got signed, and then I was like, my management were like, okay, hey, you're gonna be like the UK bass. We agreed on like just focusing on that because yeah, I yeah. loved it, and I was p- supporting dope sh- like artists at the playing. time. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that's it, Selena's UK based girl. Like, it's yeah. like, just like, because it was good. My shows yeah. were sick. Like, yeah. everyone vibed. It was the best feeling in the world. And I created a really good, like, energy every time I played because I, I really loved that. You yeah. know, like, I got into it. And I never, not that I never did, like, get into my sets and music, but it was a, it was something where, like, the crowd and I connected on a different level. And that happened at the Met. So, like, you could imagine when I just, literally packed a bag and moved to Melbourne. Yeah. I I moved because I wanted to change. I was I got bored playing UK bass. Yeah. And I didn't know what it was. I was like, everyone's like mad, like we get along like we connect. It's like it's yeah. made me so happy. Why am I like this? Why yeah. why am I what am I missing? And I was just I was missing like the my independence and like wanting to grow and learn more about music and being in a different scene. I don't know. It wasn't like it just turned me off anything. It was more so. It's almost like you were ready to be an artist Uh, yourself of what what, you, you know, the the music that speaks to your soul almost, you know, like. And that was it. I packed a bag. I dropped the whole UK base. I was like touch base. That's my last UK base show. Yeah. And after that, I'm going to focus on Talina doing this. And, I, and it's great. It's, I don't think I've seen any of your stuff when you were playing UK bass. Like really? Any videos oh, yeah, and stuff. Oh, yeah, I kind of got rid of them. <laughs> well, no, no, I just mean like socials and stuff from when I sort of saw yeah. you, like even playing at the Met. I didn't remember, really recall any yeah. videos or anything there was a on lot. Instagram there was a of you paying, uh, sorry, playing yeah. um, UK, bass. UK bass sort of stuff. It was more that. that's good though that's good to hear because i had a lot of content on there that was like uk based and me actually like thrashing like mikey b skepsis and like all of that like actually going nuts and like yeah you know if you were to mute it and try and like dumb it down and like put a different song on there like a house song and try like show people like maybe change it up so they don't know it was a uk based set and use it as promotion like you wouldn't be like you would be able to tell it wouldn't work yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like the vibe, you could just see like everyone going nuts and like, yeah. damn it, like I'm they're not all the... grooving in yeah. this spot. They're all yeah, like yeah. Oh, crazy. It's, it's yeah. crazy. Like yeah. people, like you can see them screaming, like fuck yeah. You can see the actual like. It's crazy how different genres of music have different ways like, of crowds dancing, and yeah. dancing. Like yeah, um, got the ones with the sunnies on. They're pointing up and just yeah. stepping side to side. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. you have the ones that want to mosh. 
And the ones yeah. who want to like get in a circle and like run into each other. Oh, What's I that? Don't, I don't get it, eh? Why do I'm you want to do that? I'm not about <laughs> that, eh, at all. Yeah, I suppose that's... I think that's because, like, that used to be a big thing in, like, you know, like, some of the, like, more hardcore metal and But now I feel like bands. it's, But like now it's, it's sort of come into trap, the... Trap, dub. Yeah, and trap and dub and stuff. They, they love getting amongst that. Which if that ever happened in house, I'm done. Mind. Oh, I don't think yeah. it's going to... Imagine, it's though. A, yeah, it would be, be... But everyone would be, like, grooving into the middle. <laughs> yeah. It would be, like, the hokey-pokey kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, that would be hilarious. That's so funny. Um, so, yeah, so the move down to Melbourne then, that was just... You just decided? There yeah. wasn't, like, you had, didn't plan I've things? i wanted or you to just... live in a city, like, a big yeah. city. I've always been at home. I love my family. I'm a family girl, but, like... <clears throat> I've never moved out of home and I was like, I'm independent, so why don't I, like, I can do it. Like, there was nothing... Honestly, yeah, I was a resident at the Met and a lot of friends that, I like, I didn't yeah. want to be apart from and, like, my family as well. Yeah. But you're not going to change if you don't make a change. Yeah. And I was like, what's there, what's there to lose? Yeah. You just come back. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, you're back now already. Yeah. You know, well, not, <laughs> well, not permanently, but, like, you can but come back. But that's what I mean. I get the best yeah. of both worlds. I yeah. get to live in the city that, like, I want to live in for now. Yeah. Find my ground down there and then come back every few weeks for shows and family time. Yeah. It works out perfect. Yeah. Instead of spending, what, 500 is like, a grand just to spend one or two nights in Melbourne for a night out. Yeah, like, yeah. You know? Yeah, that is That's really how cool. I used to kind of think of it, so. Yeah. It's like, if I move there... I can come back and then go back there. But it's I mean, you've good. got, I, I see you playing gigs all the time down there. Yeah, so, it's, so I you've got, well. Yeah, yeah. So did you just literally go, you didn't have anything lined up when you went down? You just no. went down and yeah, then you're like. I went down and I was like, all right. Network city. Um, I have to go out. I have to talk to these people. Yeah. I, like, not be anything like, oh, hi, I'm a DJ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I write music, check You've got to shit. know how to network and talk <laughs> yeah, to people. Yeah, 100%. It's, just, it's a skill in the industry, you 100%. know. 100%. Like, if yeah. you can't do it, you're not getting anywhere. Yeah. You can't just walk into places and, I'm this and I'm that. Yeah. Check out my stuff. I've been doing is. this for this long. I'm going to flip my hair and, you know, like with girls especially. Yeah. It's very easy, like in places for girls to, I guess, flaunt what they think is what's getting them their, yeah. their work. Yeah, yeah. And that's what it, that's why it's hard for girls like myself and other girls that are so fucking passionate. Yeah. And it's just like, do you know how much we put into this? Like, yeah. Because we can all do things that other girls do to get where they are. Yeah, yeah. But what is that? Who's going to stand and be like, they are an inspiration? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, like, I will be raw about that. Like, you know? Yeah. Not being like rude, but it's just that's the honest, that's my honest truth, yeah. and I know a lot of people agree. Yeah, because it is a male dominating industry. Oh, 100%. Far out. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like it's it's ballsy for girls to get in this with passion and try. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not just to do it, just to do it. get a bit of fame or something. <laughs> to actually love it. Well, the yeah. clout, baby. Yeah, <laughs> like <yeah>. no. <laughs> yeah, I always say that there's so many people who like have come on the show, girls, and they're like, "No, I'm not a female DJ. I'm a." I'm a DJ, you know. Like, yeah. They they don't want to be. Yeah, we don't want to class ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and even that, like, you move up from that, so you can be a DJ, then you can be like, I just feel like there's more to it if you really love the music. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, I think um, yeah, it's interesting, like <laughs> that whole, like female male DJ it's sort of topic. It's dominating. It's dominating. Yeah. Male, the males in this industry. Yeah, definitely. But I always say, like, you know, if you're a promoter at a club, mm-hmm. and you can't like there's girls who are just as good as guys so if you don't have like a girl at your club or a couple of girls playing at your club 
you're just not looking hard enough, like, for talent in general. Yeah. And you're just dismissing a whole heap of people. 100%. Because, like, there's girls that are just as good as guys, um, yeah. you know, out there. 100% It's just that are. people either just want um, yeah. mates with a guy or yeah. they just want a token girl as, you know, someone yeah. who looks pretty for something. But exactly. I've seen a little bit of that change in Brisbane recently. I f- there's oh. so many more girls. I know, I love you know, it so much, especially. And, and But ones who are just, like... Like huge in the industry, you know, like really, really like well. they they're not there for their looks or anything yeah. at all. It's not just a token thing. It's yeah. like, hey, like they can actually stand up against any of these guys and, just and be just same. as yeah. yeah, you know. But like, that's the thing. Then again, like what you're saying, like they can stand next to the, these guys and be just as good. See, like it's still comparison. It's yeah, like, yeah. People still say things like they can be just as good as these guys. It's not even about that. You shouldn't yeah. be saying just as good as these guys. Yeah, yeah, but you know. I mean, no, like no, 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 yeah. saying like in an... <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not like, it's just what people say because it is a male-dominating industry and that's that. Yeah. People are going to compare them to the There's guys. There's way more guys and in, it's just in the like industry. No yeah. one's ever going to think about it in a different way. Like, oh, he, she's just as good as him. And that's just how it works. But that's, it's good, but it's like... He's just as good as her. Yeah, yeah. imagine kind of that. Thing. Would that yeah, even yeah. be like that? Yeah, yeah. If they were at the same level, they're always going to be... The male's better than the girl and yeah, that's just yeah. that but that's fine because they everyone has their own following people yeah. have different beliefs yeah you know what i mean in the about the industry and who makes it who doesn't yeah, who's yeah. worth it and who's it's almost like for me if that was me in that position that would like drive me more to be like yeah exactly oh, I'll show right. you who's yeah. the better you know like but at the end of the day it's always about proving yourself right if you're focusing on proving yourself wrong you can't really change other people's opinions, you know? Yeah. What's the point wasting your time? Yeah, exactly. Like, people are going to think what they want to think, so... Yeah. I always say just become undeniable. Yeah. And then... Yeah. And people get shocked. Yeah, yeah. Like, what? Yeah, exactly. What? <laughs> um. So, with production, then, how long have you been producing for? I've been producing for about four years. Maybe, like, the first two, like, what, sit on Ableton for an hour and get annoyed by... Yeah. Just, really. Yeah, yeah, just... Just focusing on DJing and had yeah. Ableton. It was just, like, I didn't know anything. And, like, I yeah. didn't really think anything of it. Like, of course I would have loved to make music, but I didn't think anything into it because I was really busy with DJing. I was also yeah. doing my own parties, like... Yeah, okay. Like, all my own equipment type thing. So it was more yeah. so... I, I don't know, I was busy. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I... The past... Well, the past year, to be exact, I probably spend like 95% of my days on Ableton yeah. in a studio in bed wherever like on the air, airplane yeah. airport wherever I can just yeah. writing learning watching videos sat in the studio with a few people and you know picked up tips and stuff like that yeah. and I'm um, obviously writing songs and then like setting them off to get mixed and mastered and stuff but now like I know how to mix and master so it's really really exciting obviously I'm nothing special. Like it takes years to be yeah. an engineer and put yeah. like, a lot of money to get all the like the mastering stuff. Yeah. But it's exciting because I know how to do it. and I'm only going to get more comf- like confident and comfortable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you can I'd you can whip last, up a yeah. little a little bootleg and put it out. Yeah. You know, for in a week yeah. or two, and be confident that it it stands. You know, it's yeah. mixed and mastered. All and right, people yeah. that are in this in the industry know that like mixing down is like. I honestly, I love those fine tuning bits, you know, like I could sit there and mix down. I I like to do that while I write as well. So it kind of makes it easier. Then you can like 
group it and all in STEM master it and then, you yeah. know, just like keep making it cleaner and tighter and sound like a better quality. But now, because like I've learned that just recently, I feel like I can keep doing it and I will keep progressing. Yeah. So for the last year, I've been really like producing, writing, but always, or oh, maybe a year and a, or two years. But yeah, yeah. Um, obviously every day, the more improvements. Yeah, exactly. So, so you're just putting in the work and the time. That's it. You have that's, to. That's what it is with production. Yeah, I tell everyone, it's like, it's just great. the time. You just have to put in the time and, and keep practicing. Great. You just yeah. have to do it. You have yeah. to. So you get a lot of opportunity more now to do that, you feel? To. To, to work on your production and stuff. Yeah, or is it just that course. you're just more inspired? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Especially yeah. like being down in Melbourne and playing on the weekends. I have all the time in the world to write music in the week. And that's yeah. exactly what I do. Beautiful. So, like, yeah. you know, I see, like, a lot of good things happening over the next 6 to 12 months. Yeah. This year's been crazy. So. A lot of cool tunes in the works. Yeah. Or, yeah. Excited. My next single comes out this Friday. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, yeah. that should come out. I don't know if it's promo or actually on everything. But then I have a massive remix pack that comes out um, two weeks later. Yeah. I have Colour Castle on it. Kondo, um, Elia, yeah, this awesome uh, DJ from Sydney. Yeah. Um, who else do I have? Have someone else? And I have Corrupt from okay. the UK. So yeah. you know Corrupt. Uh, He's I've a heard of Corrupt. A yeah. really, really good um, like UK based DJ. So he's yeah. doing like a little underground, and working on a VIP for that at the moment too. And I have a lot of remixes, like official remixes coming out. Yeah. So it's exciting. Like I never thought I'd even get into that out of nowhere I moved to Melbourne I'd just been grinding hard and I got hit up for doing remixes and then they kept coming in I'm like I can also do this yeah that's awesome so it's like it's just great lots of things happening yeah that's cool Mm. so many things on different sort of fronts I suppose yeah Yeah. and the next stop hopefully an engineer we'll see what I get into next year we'll see what I I do want to keep studying knowledge is power I just want to keep learning so so you're going to keep doing more like courses or stuff I think I might do another degree or another like diploma I don't know we'll see I like to learn have you done anything before the mixing and mastering course did you do some study yeah I did a three-year bachelor degree in multimedia majoring in music programming and production okay yeah at Griffith Uni so I did a three-year like course it was it so was full on. Is that mainly production? No, like, so I thought it was going to be lots about music, yeah. but I pretty much learned how to build well uh, websites, apps, like it was... Yeah, so what's it called again? Um, it was a bachelor in multimedia, but my major was music programming and okay. production. So what was the music side of it that you music did? Music side was history and talking all about like craft work and so like it wasn't, pop, it Asian was, pop. And hey, that's cool though to know the history of music it and is. stuff. It like, was, especially for the music, like house music genre. Yeah, you and know, how things you, progress. I think that's so important for so many people, but I suppose you don't really need to do a three-year degree to to mm-hmm. learn that <laughs> I learned more in my six week course recently on how to well obviously I learned how to mix and master yeah For three yeah. years I came out just knowing history which is good but yeah. I mean yeah once I like I said knowledge is power but once you learn it I feel like you have to really study to remember because I can't really remember much yeah <laughs> like I don't know what it is like I think it was because I wasn't not that I wasn't happy at uni. Like, I'm glad I did a gr- degree. I graduated. I had a, th- like yeah. a three-year degree under my... Yeah, bachelor degree under my belt, and it's awesome. But I just wanted to learn a lot more. 
So that's why I did this course, and I was like, I just going to keep learning. And then this course was so successful, and then they introduced me to another course that's on next year. And I'm yeah. Like, oh, you like this one? Maybe you'll like this one. And I was like, I will, I will do it because yeah. what? I have nothing to lose. Yeah. I'm only going to get better at what I'm doing if I do it. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. it will look good, you know, having like an engineer under my name. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I don't. I love working on computers. I can admit that. I'm a, yeah. I'm a geek. I'm a nerd. I love to sit there and finalize things for 12 hours don't talk to me don't feed me just let me do you know what i mean like i won't leave you just get yeah like obsessed almost with it yeah yeah i'm actually obsessed with it yeah yeah but that's good it's a good obsession a good obsession it's always can be a bit unhealthy yeah yeah it's still sleep wise because after that my ears are ringing and i'm like go to sleep and i have this song in my head because i've been working on it for so long yeah, but oh, I need to add like a literally needs to be a response. I've got that call down. Yeah, but yeah. I need like a response. My arrangement was wrong uh, at that point. I think I'm like, no, yeah. go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. So what um what do you love in production? Then this is the section we call "Give me a gold." Where gold or gold? Give me a gold. So okay. what's your like production stuff you're loving? Whether it's plugins, techniques, sample packs. Whatever, is there anything that you're really loving? Like, what's my favourite thing to do in production? Something you're into at vocals the moment. Vocals are my favourite thing. Yeah. Like, I just love playing around with vocals and, like, doing my own stuff sometimes and, like, just, you, you know, pitching down and, like, yeah. into things you can do with vocals, I swear. What do you use to do, like, vocal pitching? Is, do you just use Ableton? Yeah, the stock yeah, Ableton. Just the stock you just Ableton. bring it down. Yeah. But there's other things you can use, but I feel yeah. like Ableton has so much variety. Yeah. Like, you don't need to pay all that money to yeah, yeah. just for like certain things. I mean, I'm not saying, oh, you don't need these plugins. You definitely yeah. do need a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. But that's like being creative and creating something. It's not like you need to go ham. Yeah. It just depends what part of the process, I suppose, which yeah. you talk about really. Because, yeah. you know, when you're producing and like coming up with and writing, yeah. you know, you can use anything, yeah. you know. It doesn't need to be special. Yeah. Um, is there any... Um, any external Ableton's like from Ableton like um, VSTs that you really like? My favorite is Serum. Everyone's favorite is Serum. <laughs> yeah, I, but I like to sound design. I like yeah, to yeah. sit there and I watch a lot of videos on specific things and like yeah, how to create certain sounds and stuff like that and put it into my own work. I don't copy it, but like you go yeah. step by step and but you do a little maybe a notch a bit different or yeah, a number yeah. higher level or yeah, yeah. different keys and like just learn how they make just that learn how sound. To do it. Oh that's how they make that sound. I'm gonna make something similar after, yeah. but give my own spin on it. Yeah. Yeah and then after that like you know how to build something else because if you just change the sound or change one yeah. thing, it's completely different. Put a different wavetable in. Done. You know, <laughs> it's <laughs> like, so yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah so many options with um with serum. What yeah. about um I've got a question mm. that was given to <coughs> me from um, Graveyards, mm-hmm. actually, because uh, when my podcast fell through the other day, mm-hmm. um, some people sent me questions to do on a solo one, but I think both of these questions will apply to both of us. Yeah. So we can both answer. Okay. So Storm said, um, what's your favourite compressor? So you go first, and then I'll say what mine is, like as a compressor. Do you, I like the what stock do you just compressor. Use? You just use a stock Ableton? I think it's fine. Yeah. If you know how to compress right, yeah, and yeah. you mix down right, mm. and your things are flowing right, it's just, Ableton's great. Yeah, most People of the stock like, stuff for mixing is like, like works so well. Like all of their Max Lives and all that. Like, do you have Max for Live? Yeah. I love that. Things so are just, good. Ableton, people underestimate it. you just got to learn how to use it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know a lot. 
Yeah, you, you know just got to go mean? in and work on it, yeah. It's, it's just time. So what do you like in Max for Live, then? Is there anything in uh, particular? There's a few things. Is it the wave... Not the wave table. There's one in there, and it's like you can create... I, like, rename them and put colours on them and put certain colours. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay. <laughs> Call it your own thing. Literally, because I'm like, what's this, what's that? But because I'm comfortable in Ableton now, I'm like, I know where yeah. everything is. Yeah. But, like, <clears throat> the echo and, like... The echo is There's really so many things you can yeah. do, like... Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Especially when you, like, do it live as well. Are you on Ableton 10, then? Yeah. You must be if you've yeah. got the echo. Yeah. 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 Um... Yeah, in the in the Max for Live, I love the just the LFO. I'm still trying to yeah, oh, that's the LFO MIDI. That's like because you can map by. It's just as good. Yeah, yeah, but you can the LFO you can map it to any parameter mm-hmm. in Ableton. Yeah. It just does an does LFO. Us, yeah. So I love just putting it on like synth like cutoff and just do it with just one on point. a cutoff. Yeah. But just on no, just on a cutoff filter, but have the LFO and just make it move like slowly and yeah. just a little bit. Yeah. So it's like the cutoffs never exactly the same when the synth is hitting because yeah. you can you can put it map it to anything it's really good it's like gives a lot of diversity to tracks yeah yeah just that little bit of mo- subtle movement you but know, it's like, more so learning it it's like oh how yeah. long is this gonna take be patient yeah. learn it yeah do yeah it. but yeah I, I i do love a lot of the um ableton stuff but as far as storm for you the um the compressor that i love is the wave 76 the mm-hmm. cla yeah 76 um just awesome on most most things but for yeah. bases i use the waves api 2500 oh yes i've used that yeah really good on bass lines um yeah yeah i love definitely. that i love that compressor um but it's all modeled off analog stuff so yeah. that's why it's so good yeah. you know like it's got that sort i of have like to get ozone. yeah yeah i've heard i learned that in my mixing and mastering school but so splendid i mean it's worth it but it's more so Good for mastering, yeah. And it, but it, but there's so many, so many of the little modules that come in it are yeah. good for other stuff as yeah, well. Yeah. Like it's all in it's, one. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's um, yeah, that's a really good one. The other one was, and I think you've kind of the already question. the other question, yeah, um, that someone else asked, which you've probably answered. This is mm. why you decided to start making tech house, but I suppose you've sort of already answered that. Really, I don't know. Just, I like writing things. What is it about tech house that? that you love like I just what? the groove the connection when you play tech like oh I don't know what it is I just feel like people that listen to house tech and techno it's like a different we all connect on one level yeah. we like when I say listen to that stuff I mean actually listen to it in the car you pay to go yeah. to see these concerts yeah. and DJs it's like not just listen to it when we're out it's your whole life it's like I've, I've got ta- music notes tattooed all over me type thing. Oh, uh, you like, do? Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. you know, music is actually everything. You just... Yeah. It, I don't know. It's just everything to me. Yeah. So, like, when I'm out playing things like events, house events, tech house events and all that, like, I can see who's vibing on my level. And when I get yeah. in the studio, I don't aim to make tech house. I just aim to get in there and whatever. Yeah. I just write. I like yeah. to write... Obviously, I stick to, like, the genre, all between yeah. house and techno and everything yeah. in between, but I like to experiment, like, and make a bit of bass and, you know, pop stuff as well, but, I mean, I enjoy writing, I, I enjoy vocals and creating bass lines and grooves. 
Yeah. So I think that's what it is. Groovy stuff. I just yeah. can't get enough of the underground. That's what it is for me too. It's yeah. the groovy. And I also love the intricacy of the drums. Yeah. The drums are really intricate, which yeah. is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Like I find that really, and the way it plays off the bass then yeah. as well. And for me, that's And then why, like drop out so the good. kick sometime, bring the auto yeah. filter on and then bring it back. It's yeah. just like, yeah, yeah, you can't really do that with other things. It's, you need a lot of light and shade with these type of songs. I think yeah, it's fun. Yeah. And a lot of call and response. Yeah. And like, there's so many elements to it that um, to some people who aren't into that music, they're like, it just sounds all the same. And it's you're like, like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, but... It's, it sounds all the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that's why I love it anyway. Like, it's... Yeah, it's... Yeah, I don't know. There's just something about the grooving. I used to, like, years ago, before I knew it was called Tech House, I used to call it Baseline House. Really? Like, this is... I used like, to call it probably Jack and House. Yeah. Just to call that baseline house because like the baseline would do its thing by itself. Yeah. And then everything else would like just come in. And the vocals. Over, and the yeah, yeah, the snares, stuff. The yeah. Ride. It's like um, that's the house bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, so yeah, tech house. It's yeah, it's definitely it's definitely. It's always been around. I just think it has, the right yeah. people like really yeah. showing it off now. Yeah, yeah. You got your big artists all doing it. You know, absolutely killing it. The scene's nuts right now. Yeah, for sure. It's um. Especially with, like, you know, Fisher's stuff sort of popping off as well. Um, another beer? Yes, I'd love that. Okay. These are good. Yeah, Wacker Changi. Wacker oh, Changi. Wacker I think that's how it's said. Is that how it's said? Wacker Changi. Wacker Changi. Yeah. New Zealand beer. Nice, we have... quite nice beer. <laughs> oh, you yeah. gotta read, you got. You have to actually read um, the, the packaging and everything. It's, like, all just like a laugh. It's, like, they're just. What about. The box. Yeah, yeah, all the box and stuff. They just, they, it's literally all just like, yeah. I mean, even the photo on it is like a, a guy saving a. What a chungi! That's how I feel when I look got, at it. It's a, it's a guinea pig for everyone there. It's a guy saving a girl from a guinea pig. Is that with a, a guinea spatula. pig? That is not. <laughs> yeah, a, it's a guinea pig with a like. It's like a it's raccoon. A, it's a de- It's a devil guinea pig. I, I don't know. I think it's a guinea pig. What's anyway. the point of it? I don't know. The whole box and everything is great, just a big laugh. Great Uncle Kenny's. What's multi-purpose about it? The whole thing is hilarious. <laughs> it, it, talks it just to, doesn't make sense. It's all, it's all just a laugh. Like, it's all just hectic. Oh, cheers again. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> um, so, I wanted to ask Talina, mm. where's that name from? Like, what's the heritage behind that? Like, Well, it's my, obviously, my real name. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But what is that? Because I've never met anyone named Talina. Really? Someone no. told me the other day, they're like, oh, yeah, my daughter's name is Talene. Talene. And I was like, cool. Yeah. Just put an A on. Just put, yeah. <laughs> but it's my mum's name. Um, oh, okay, yeah. Back the front, so. Oh, really? So if you put the N-A at the start. N-A. Yeah. Figure it out. What does it make? If you put the N-A at From the front. From my end of my name. The N-A yeah. at the start. Talena? <laughs> no, and. <laughs> Oh, too many beers already. <laughs> Natalina? Don't put the N-A though at the end. Oh, Natalie? Natalie. Yeah, oh, so it's Natalie, but... Yeah. Oh, okay. And she put the N-A at the end and made Talina. So she just literally made it up herself. Mm-hmm. It's not from... No. It's not actually like a, not a common name it's not, somewhere it's else. Not. Oh, that's cool. It's crazy. I thought it might have been from somewhere. No. You know, some... If anyone does know what it means, let yeah, me know. Yeah, we'll, we'll Google it later. I mean, I later. probably should Google it. Is there a yeah. meaning? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, because I wondered if it was like, you know, like a popular name from... 
from overseas somewhere. Or yeah, 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 somewhere. Um, I love so telling yeah. people that story because they're like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's my mum's name. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. So, yeah, I've never even thought about that. You're, yeah, you struggled with it a bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Does. I was like, like, what? How does that work? It's like literally, just move it. <laughs> Yeah, cool. So, and then obviously you just decided to go with that for your DJ name. You just well, know. it's not even. Did that. you have any aliases or anything? I wanted to be. You... I wanted to be Wanderlust or Wanderlust. You know, yeah, yeah. It's like it's a desire to travel, and I was obsessed with the word Wanderlust for so yeah. long. And I'm like, nah. <laughs> I mean, Talina's original enough. I'm like, you yeah, know, I want to as... be known by my own name. Yeah, that's cool. it's cool. Yeah, because that's me, and I'm going to be real, yeah. and I'm not going to do anything yeah. the wrong way. Yeah. So like. I'm not, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's always like, going to be. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's always going to be me. Yeah. My name, who I am. No one else can do I, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm It'd interested about that. Was. Where is your family from then? Like, what's your heritage? Um, and, and, and my real dad, he is part uh, Dutch and Philippine. Yep. But, um, yeah, my mom's Australian, so. Yeah. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Just Aussie as. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not Aussie as, but not the whole. <laughs> Sausage on the barbie. Yeah, yeah. on the barbie, not like that, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, Australian, but bit of everything. And you grew up? Yeah, I grew up here. You grew up, grew up here. on the Gold yeah. Coast, so. so I only just recently moved to Melbourne, so yeah, I've been yeah. here for 23 years. On the Gold Coast? Yeah. Love it. Just Love all it, about the Gold Coast life? Nah, not anymore. Not, not anymore. anymore. Now you're about the Melbourne life? Honestly, I'm in love with yeah. that place. Like, yeah. something about it brings, like, the best out in me. I've never <coughs> been happier. Yeah, yeah, really. Oh, yeah, that's all, that's crazy. so good to hear. I love yeah. hearing that from people. Like, yeah. that's awesome. Um, and obviously, the food is amazing down there. I don't there. want to talk about the food. <laughs> I see so many of your videos, and I'm so envious about all the dumplings that you're eating down oh, there. It's that... so bad because everything's open twenty four seven. I walk out from like a club gig or a bar gig at like two a.m. I'll stop. I'll get dumplings, and then <laughs> I'll, I'll get dumplings. I'll maybe get a coffee, and then I'll go like to another club. I'll have a drink. I know bad combination. I don't really drink, but I might have like a little beverage, and then take some hot chips in. I'll play, and then after I'll be hungry. But just because my body clock's like out of whack. Yeah. So I eat I whatever I that, eat. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever's open. Whatever I'm walking past, I'll just grab something. It's just so different because here it's like. You want a kebab? Yeah, it's That's all there not is. Much, yeah, there's not much on on offer later. Or a greasy burger. Yeah. After the Met, like five a.m. Oh. oh, it was fun though. It's fun, but it's very different in Melbourne. It's good, a bit of are diversity. You still, are you still always after like late nights and gigs and stuff? Go to um, there's like this Greek, um, shop at in, in the mall. Where in Melbourne? No, 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 no. This is in Brisbane. Oh, sorry. Twenty four seven. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it, well, on weekends it is, and, um, you go to the Greek place there, and it's, like, they've got, like, the breakfast wrap is what I would always get. Yeah. The brekkie wrap in the morning, and it was, like, uh, yeah, so good with everything, but it's funny, because you'd be sitting down, and it's, like, all the strippers <laughs> eat there, their <laughs> yeah, breakfast. Yeah, so, so you're sitting there, like, eating your wrap, and there's just, like, strippers everywhere. Eating like, their wraps. Eating, yeah, eating it. It was, yeah, that was so great. Um, <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um, best brekkie wraps, but I don't think they do them anymore. Really? So yeah, there's a twenty four seven Greek place in Melbourne. I don't know what oh, I forgot what it's called, but when then the other night after a show at like four a.m., I sat there and I demolished a mixed plate. I'm like just sitting there, like this is the <laughs> best thing ever. Plate, yeah. Everyone's just it. It was packed. Yeah, 
Like these aren't just, people that go. To what the club. time is? It's four a.m. Four a.m. Yeah, they just got like, up for their mixed plate on Sunday know. morning. <laughs> no, like not even morning. I'd call it like going out time. Yeah, yeah. It's just weird. <laughs> yeah. And you can't tell because like it's the lifestyle there. So half the people are sober and yeah. just actually getting a feed. Yeah. And half the people are. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> They're missing um, like two sections. We're like, God, all the really fucked up people over here. We'll and all the like, sober people over. in their own world. Yeah. <laughs> um, trying to eat. <laughs> I saw you just, um, you just tried faux for the first time the other day. What was your... You're so overrated. Yeah, yeah. What was your... Wait, what are you... Are you a faux guy? Uh, I'm not. I'm not big into faux. I don't mind it. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a big soup guy anyway. I mean, I... Maybe went to the wrong place. I'm not sure, but it just tasted like meat in water. I can put that, do that. <laughs> That's what like, it is, basically. But like, well, just I don't know. Boring. I don't know. I'm not a faux connoisseur, so I probably can't tell you about <laughs> just the best faux. Yeah, I like but the it noodles. is kind of like that. The noodles were young. It's kind of that's all it kind of is. It's actually is it but actually what, no? But I, what kind I, of soup? Did I actually eat just meat and water? Is that what it actually is? Well, it's like a it's like a soup broth with meat. Yeah, I don't know. Mine actually it's got was like, like water. miso. Oh, okay. It wasn't Usually like, has like flavor to it. The, the, it was like water. Yeah. Where where was Watery this? Watery beef. Where was this? Where was this? Was this Brisbane? No, like, no. It was no, somewhere in Melbourne. In it was Melbourne. happy hour. I'm like, I have to. It's happy hour. Yeah. I might try for it. Everyone's like, Get, try it. And people messaging me saying. It's called Fa or it's called Po. I'm like I thought it was called Fo. I'm like I'm just I'm just gonna try it and never talk about it again. <laughs> <laughs> Except for on a podcast that everyone's yeah, well, gonna yeah, hear. Here we go. No, here we go. Um, maybe you need to like maybe it. you need to go somewhere that's known for their Fo then because like maybe yeah. you got a bad one. I don't I've know. got a bad Po. I always say that I'll try anything twice because you might get a bad one the first You're time. You're right. What if you get a bad one the second time? But well, then someone then says, that's not nah, this place is real good. What would you do? <laughs> you got to try it at least twice. Yeah, but what so happens? You could try if... it a third time. I'm, open to, I'm <laughs> open to trying it three times, but you have to at least try it two times. That's like the okay. minimum, I think. So I'm going to try foe again. You're going to try foe again. I haven't tried ramen either. Oh, wait. Maybe I have. That was yum. It was like tasty. Yeah, ramen and pho are kind of... I'm probably going to... We're probably going to get tur- torn to shreds. <laughs> My daughter's like, you guys like, that shit. You don't know about pho and ramen. Ramen's so different. Is it ramen? I, ramen, yeah, it's yeah. It's one of them. Um, I mean... I'll stick to dumplings. Look, I'm a dumpling master. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. So dumplings would be your favourite thing down in Melbourne. I mean, really. I like a lot of food. I like yeah. food. <laughs> Foods, yeah. I love Are you food. a foodie? I'm a mad foodie. Would you say you're a foodie? Like... So what are the top three... Eats in Melbourne you've had like what food is best or what well, what you've had the best three meals or whatever you've eaten. Well, the Shanghai dumplings, oh, yeah. they're so good. I used to get them like pretty much once a day. Is that bad? <laughs> I'm not here to judge you. <laughs> I'm not here to judge Look, you. I try to mix in the gym after or before so yeah, I yeah. can. Yeah. Because like, damn it. Great. Is there a particular kind of dumpling that you it's like? It's called the there? Shanghai dumpling or oh, okay. the, the long bowl. <laughs> the long bowl. And, and what's what kind of meat is in these? Um, pork, chicken, anything. Anything. Oh yeah. my god, I went to this dumpling place. Yeah. And I had mac and cheese dumplings. And mac had, and cheese dumplings. And a cheeseburger dumpling. How weird. Were they good though? They were amazing. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Fusion. So, That's fusion. It, right? Yeah. He was yeah. like, "What would you like?" And I'm like, "Hmm." 
can I get you a mac and cheese dumplings? And then yeah. he looked at me, he's like, sure, they're our favourite. And my oh, popular, I'm like, yes, I felt real awkward. Yeah, but yeah, you like, thought he was going to look down on I you. Do I get like, him or like... <laughs> thought he was going to judge you for ordering the mac and cheese dumplings. But, but... I do, right. There's yeah. a lot of good food in Melbourne. So that's your first one. Now you've got you to go um, down the list. What's your second and third ones? The Greek place that I was Yeah, that was about. good. Yeah, yeah. especially because it's 24-7. And China Bar, where I have the dumplings, they're 24-7 as well. Wow. I eat at really bad hours, don't I? Yeah. So most of these meals are like <laughs> four in the morning? They're yeah, like night time. Because yeah. like in the day, obviously, like I'm writing and I don't... I'm, I cook a lot. I make breakfast and lunch real healthy, like smoothies and real healthy yeah, breakfasts yeah. and like... Just Chicken wraps and night. yeah, and then when I go out, I'm like two hundred dumplings. No, <laughs> maybe like thirty. Mm. Mm, that's bad. Really? <laughs> you haven't eaten thirty dumplings in one sitting. We got a you? fifty plate between two, and I ate majority. <laughs> okay, I think I need to see this sometime. That sounds Should impressive. I do a video? Yeah, I don't know. Video? People are into watching people eat. I, I think, think that's oh, that's the, a thing. Um, that's a thing. What's on, it called? On, this... um, I can't remember the letters. It starts B-B- with B. No, that's... When they do B-B- all the sounds and yeah, they're like... Yeah, no, that's disgusting. Whispering. Yeah. <laughs> like, so now I'm going to... so I'm weird. Like, don't do that. I've, I don't think I've ever met anyone in person who's admitted to being into that. You know, like I mean, actually it's, into it. it's not it. like it's... A, oh my God, it's so cool. It's so great. But it's like, it's not annoying. But when they're actually chewing... Or when it's in my face, or when we're at a table. But why I'm would like, you watch that? Like, look at yeah, up. I wouldn't watch it. Yeah, but I don't find it satisfying. But I don't find it annoying. But when it's like at a dinner table or it's next to me, I want to yeah. like punch someone in the face. Oh yeah. I, I have um, what's it called? I know the thing. You my know, mate has it. Uh, it's got mastoid in there. <laughs> yeah, no. Because uh, that means jaw. <laughs> the thing where you hate hearing people chew. Oh, it will. It will come to me later. But Let yeah, me know when it's you like get swallowing, it, yeah. chewing. Yeah. I have a bad. Yeah. Yeah, especially when I'm tired. I will, like, just get up and I will walk away. Walk away, <laughs> yeah. just so that you don't I don't yeah, want to say freak anything. Out, yeah, yeah, I don't want to be like, shut up, because, like, I can walk away without any problems. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like that. I'm like, mm. chew it in our shut. Yeah, and just swallow it. it all. Yeah, yeah. Get it down quicker. <laughs> so you're not making noise. I'm out noise. of here. Yeah, yeah. So I suppose, because you've been DJing your whole time, you've never really had, never done anything else as a job. Um, in like, like high school, I did, um, like all my certificates with like hospitality, tourism, and like I did my cert three in business admin. So I was working as reception for like a trade business for like a year. Yeah. I worked at 7 Eleven for a year. Um, while DJing as well. Yeah. That's like around that time. My parents have like lots of businesses. So like beauty salons. So like I helped out when I could doing reception and cleaning. And yeah. Um, helping my, like, stepdad with his water feature business and stuff, like, reception and handling all the files. So, like, I enjoy filing. I, like, I have yeah. OCD. Like, not too, not bad. Yeah, yeah. But I like everything being clean, especially paperwork and being organised clothes. Like, anything in my space or someone's that I'm looking after. Maybe yeah. even, like, right now I want to, like, flip that bottle cap off the thing. I'm, like, <laughs> and I'm, like looking at it like, oh, no, nah, it's, it's not messy. that bad. But, like, it's just yeah. anything around my area. I feel like things need to be clean. So, like... Well, it was a good asset to, like, my parents' places because I like to represent and make it look yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. That's a good thing to have, though. It's always good to be tidy and clean, yeah. I guess. How are your, your projects? Are pretty 
yeah, structured yeah. and clean and labeled properly. My folders, properly, my laptop, color coded, everything. Oh, not color coded. I do that at yeah. the end. Yeah. Because when I write, I just write real fast. I yeah. know what's what. Yeah. You know what I mean. You know when my projects writing. are always yeah. like that. It's just like channels and everywhere, end, you're like and then trying you're trying like, to fix it at the end. Yeah. Like, okay, this. And if anyone here. else looks at it, they're like, "Where's the base?" And you're like, yeah, "They've got to like, scroll through." On, and you're like, "There it is." What? Yeah, it's totally. Yeah, I've had um. There's been some people where it's like, oh, yeah, let's do a collab or something. And you, like, send them a project and you're like, oh, oh man, this is way too messy. I can't work on this. I'm like, oh, I'll clean it up and send it back. Clean <laughs> just it like, up and you never end up sending it back. Yeah. <laughs> Got busy, like, sorry. Yeah, that's it. It's it's. So what's um any big plans or, or dreams or goals you're, you're sort of trying for now? About, yeah, I wrote about this the other day, like, yeah. on, like, my socials and stuff. Pretty much just saying... Don't obsess over an end goal. Don't try and, like, have somewhere where you want to be because you lose happiness trying to fight to be there. Yeah. Enjoy the journey as much as you can because yeah. if you do, it makes everything better when you, if you get to something that you kind of used to think about. Like, I, yeah. of course, there was times when I was like, I'd love to play, like, these sort of things. And still there's times where I sit there. Like, now I can admit, like, I'd love to be doing, you know, Circle and those big, like, events in the domes and overseas yeah. and just like vip things where like yeah, people yeah. in personally invited to come see me play the music i love you know what i mean i just yeah of course i do that now like i play what i people come to hear what i play because they like what i play and i expose what i play so yeah. people can share that because it it's very it's not mainstream yeah, yeah. Maybe the tech house side, yeah, but I do play a lot of underground sets. Like, yeah. Grass was greener. I thrashed, like, proper dirty, like, tech house. And, yeah. you know, it was... Obviously, I know it's Gold Coast, so it's a bit hard, you know, coming from yeah. Melbourne. It's like, oh, I'm back, coming back up doing the new Talina. Do you know what I mean? You want so, to sort of be relatable to kind people of that related, they know. You know but... Throw a bit of Chris Lake or throw something yeah. in there where you can, like, switch it up. But yeah. at the same time, have a drop where everyone looks and goes, what the fuck? Yeah. Who's this? <laughs> yeah, not yeah, even yeah. that. More so, like, this is a tune. Yeah, yeah. Because that's if I, that's how I feel. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, I don't look down. I'm just like, yes, I close my eyes and I'll just, I'll just be in the zone on stage. Well, and I look yeah. down and I'm like, oh, that's right. That's right. They're yeah, there as well. Like, they love it as well. Yeah. But also, I do read the crowd. It's not like I don't, like, not imagine them there. But yeah, yeah. I get carried away in the moment. But I also know what they're like because I know what's good and bad and how to read a vibe. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, like, yeah, it's more about reading the vibe, not the crowd. Because you look at people's faces. Some people just judge you. Some people this and that. But deep down, yeah. you know they fucking like some songs. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You can't look yeah. at their faces. You read yeah. body language. You read what's happening around. And, like, if you just look at one face, yeah, it's just yeah. one person. You look but at three dancing over 50, you... You know, people. You know, you're not there to make yeah. every single person happy. Everyone's yeah, different. Yeah. They could be the stage just chilling because they're chilling. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. I suppose the festivals are a little bit different as well. Yeah, that's it? what I'm talking about. Festival yeah, wise, yeah. club wise is very different. You yeah, gotta, yeah. You got to watch well, who's at the bar, what's bringing them where, who's dancing yeah. where, who's into it. Festival is like you get booked for your sound. So yeah, you just yeah. Do you? Yeah. But also be careful. Yeah, yeah. Don't go too hectic. Yeah. You know, like either way. So you keep, hectic would be like me, like. Thrashing techno because I love techno and it works. Yeah, in, yeah, works yeah. in Melbourne, not like hard, hard style. Like, yeah. you know, I don't. But know. I suppose two o'clock, 
Probably not the best time slot for yeah, techno. Yeah, so it's more... Well, not for that lineup anyway. Yeah. If it was like a full heap of techno artists the yeah, whole day, was, you could do it. It was it, more you know. so like bassy tech house, not like full on yeah. bass where everyone's like, oh, it's... She, I thought she was like house music. I'd still yeah. worked into being like, wow, the new Talina plays like what she says and it's sick. It's like yeah. she is true and it says like on her stories, yeah, I've got I've got rollers, I've got bangers to play. Yeah, yeah. People think, oh, yeah, she's going to play bass line. It's like... Yeah. Yeah, like just wait, maybe yeah. you might. You, I know you like it. It's not. I just know because like songs. You know what gets people. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. It might not be a genre, but if you hear it, you no, know, you know if it's a good song and you show someone and it's not their genre, and you like deep down know it's an actual tune. You know they're yeah, gonna think yeah. that too. That's just how I see it. Yeah. Like I'll listen to like when, when I wasn't into techno, I'd listen to something like, real heavy, and they'll be like, oh, you like it, you like it, you love it, you get into it. Yeah. I listen to it, and I'm like, mm, not my vibe, but then I listen to, like, a subgenre of techno, like a minimal techno or, like, yeah. melodic techno, and, yeah. like, it's still the same type of thing, yeah. but you just got to branch out. So that's why when I played at Grass, yeah. I just played, like, a bit of minimal techno, a little bit of, like, heavy tech house, and I played, like, groovy as underground. I mixed yeah. it in, but it's all in one. Yeah, type, yeah. You know, it works. Yeah, yeah. So that's like that's the main thing when playing, like festivals mainly. Yeah, yeah, festivals. Because a festival set's quite different yeah. to it. Well, it can be, you know. Yeah. I mean, you can play it the same as you do a club set, but really, it's you about, don't want to be pumped, especially that time. You don't want to be pumping like, yeah, as you said. Yeah, yeah, at, suit, especially at that time. You got to yeah. be able to suit to the times. That's why I'm yeah, worried. Yeah, that's, it. that's why I'm worried for the your shot contestants. You know what I mean? Because yeah, they're on gotta, stage smacking out twenty minutes of. Tunes. Of heat. Like, <laughs> of, like fire. And fire. then it's like someone from the club, oh, yeah, I'll put you on 9 to 10, see how you go. <laughs> Good luck, please. Play yeah, yeah. Don't play. Yeah. <laughs> Don't play what you played there. Yeah, yeah. and it's just like yeah. you wish. Unless they already played a yeah. chilled out set. But that's yeah. the main thing you hope, like, people understand. Yeah. It's not just about standing in front of a crowd and getting everyone dancing. It's about yeah. sharing new music, sharing experiences and reading people and creating an atmosphere. Yeah, creating the atmosphere is the big one, I think. And, like, building the night, you know, like, 9 till 10. Yeah. You don't want people charging yeah. on the dance floor, yeah, like, jumping sure. around, really. You, I mean, you know, it's, oh, it's great if they do want to do that. But yeah, that's not the goal, again, you know. It's like testing the waters as well. Like, it yeah. depends what place and, like... There's been times where, like, I was speaking about this today with someone. I was like, when I used to play in the front of the shooter's house room, like, ages ago before the Met, and um, this was me really getting into the house scene, like, the deep yeah. house tech house, like, the Sonny Federa, like, all that yeah, stuff, yeah. Um, and playing, like, even, like, 7, 8, 7 p.m., sorry, and, like, starting the night off in that little house room and sometimes playing till 5. Like, I did all times, and this guy, he really showed me a lot. He showed me how to read crowds with that genre obviously i've been playing a bit before and i'm used to all the other type of music but this is where i really started to find my love and sound for not so much night bass i kind of was in that realm at that time the night bassy bumping uk like jack and house vibes not garage and stuff like that more so the deep mixed with the bass um yeah but yeah moving into shooters and stuff like that i really had to like you know, you're playing to an empty room for hours. You're playing people yeah. just standing at the bar, walking in to get a drink and out. And, like, that's when you can test the waters with all different songs and get used to that. Like, that's where yeah. I learnt house music. Yeah. And then I just took all that and then took it to the Met, really. And yeah. then, it like, I'm thankful for everyone that's taught me everything because, like, yeah. here I am now. That's it. You learn along the way. With DJing, it's almost like there's no, especially 
doing this show and talking to all these people, yeah. how they got into the industry. There's no one way. There's no, like all there's these not. different you ways make, to do it and to learn and to, yeah. Marketing, networking, looking after yourself, being responsible. I mean, yeah, lots of people make it by just getting fucked up and hanging out with everyone, going to the afters. But, yeah. you know, like, also that's just a front sometimes. But you also need to learn how to actually make the music, like yeah. DJ, you know, 100%. actually do the skill. I feel like you wouldn't be respected if it's not, you know, if you're just trying to do it for that. Like, oh. Yeah. And those people, you find them out pretty soon. Yeah. It doesn't gets, take long to figure know, out. We know we're thinking right yeah, now, yeah. right? Like a big guy. But it like and... happens in a few years and it's like, oh, okay, that person's just in this. For... And, and you see, but even like smaller people, you see them and they're like, they'll blow up really quick in the scene because they've got heaps of friends and they party and they mm-hmm. do all that. And then they just disappear. Yeah. It's like, it's well, because yeah. you weren't up, yeah. there, you weren't in it for the right reasons. 100%. You know? Some people can, like, blow up real quickly, but how bad is the fall down just mm. because it wasn't real for you? The fame can come yeah. like this and that, but for real people, I think they should know it's not about fame. I always say that, like, when I'm, like, 50 or 60, I don't know if I'll be putting tunes out into the world, but I'll still be making music, you yeah. know? Like, I'll still it. be in here working That's on music. It. like. It. Um, whether or not it's, it's real out love. in the world. It's yeah, love. yeah. You could actually love it. And like you said before, I really love what you said about um, the journey. You've got to love the journey. If you don't love the yeah. journey, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, what do you, what, what if you don't make it to that spot that you want to be? Yeah, yeah. Are you, you are going to, that's a waste of life. Trying to just focus on one thing. I mean, it's yeah. good for business minded people. You have like, it's different in the music industry if you see it as, oh, I have to be on this stage. If that's what you want, cool. Like, no yeah. judgment there, but, yeah. like, if you aren't really thinking about the moment and enjoying every day and the process, yeah. how is the achievement, when you achieve it, how is that rewarding? Yeah, exactly. And that's the big difference between DJing and producing as well, because mm. when you DJ, you get the instant crowd response, you know? Like, the, you do something cool or They're a like, big yes! drop. Everyone's <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, But if you're in the studio or you're, you know, in your bed, working on it's something you. and you write a sick bass line like and you're like Fuck, that's awesome <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no yeah. one else is there like you get it's up just for a minute, you you're putting on blast you put it yeah, on turns the speakers yeah. up you're like oh that's really cool <laughs> do I a made, little dance i just made that you know yeah. like um whereas like it's yeah. my favorite part yeah exactly it's and but favorite. that's the important thing to have it as the favorite part because yeah. that's what's you know, it's the journey, that's the journey, you know? Yeah. And then when you play it out to the crowd, yeah. it's, you know, that's the different thing, but you've got to enjoy that. Bit, otherwise you'll never get to play it out 100%, to the crowd. 100%, yeah. Yeah. It's all the effort, all the hard work. So much There is blood, sweat and tears, I swear, you know? Like, yeah, you people so... don't see it. They just see you on stage having fun. Yeah. Doing your much. thing. They just yeah. see you up there dancing and having a good time and pressing a button. It's just not that. Yeah. There's way more to it. I used to... It makes me so mad. Makes me I... so mad. Bit... Not, <laughs> not that it makes me mad, but... It... Or phases me, but does get me a little like. Yeah, yeah. I don't judge your job. Yeah, yeah. I didn't choose this. I didn't look at it. And go. I want to be a DJ. I'm yeah. gonna write music and make money and live off it. Yeah. It's literally like I love this. What can I do about it? I'm just gonna try it, and then it happened. And it's like I think people that do it like that are the ones that are real yeah. for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know the long haul as well. Yeah, they're, you know, it's the like long they're not in there. They're for ready the to quick... put the hard work. In. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, like, each to their own, once again, I'm not going to... We're not sitting here judging the people that yeah, are passionate, yeah. but it's, like, you, you can tell passionate yeah. from unpassionate. Yeah, exactly. So, and you can tell... anyone. Anyone can tell. Yeah, especially <laughs> even on stage. Like, I've seen, 
look, you said something earlier about when you said like when you're truly loving it on stage and grooving. It, it's yeah, like you can you tell the difference. Own, own you zone. can tell the difference when someone is in that and zone, trying to, yeah, as opposed to someone who's actually trying to um, put that as a show. You know, yeah. like people who are actually feeling that. Yeah, is, and that's I can when the t- I can pick better. it. I can pick it though, like I can see oh, they're really loving that, and then you'll see someone else who's might be crazy all just over wants the to get place over and done with dancing, two, like... and then you're like, well, they're not really into like they're dancing and yeah. they're getting into it, but they're not actually. Like, I can I can tell the difference. Yeah. I don't know if other people can. I can tell the difference yeah, too. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can read people, especially because we're in the industry. Exactly. You know, yeah. some people that yeah. uh, he's phoning go... it in. Yeah, like... he's a phoning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's each teller own right as it always is. But, but yeah, we all, like have, you... we all have our own opinions, and yeah, I think yeah. a lot of us that are, as I just said, passionate and feel the same, our opinions are very much the same. Yeah. Because we can tell. Yeah. Simple. Exactly. Simple as and that. And I, I feel like it's like um, we've probably all had those gigs where we haven't. Been fully into it. Oh, hundred percent. You know, like so you heat. can't judge them for it when you see it, but you can tell it. You but know? You, yeah, it's yeah. not so much judging. Oh, they're playing a shit set, or they're not into it, or this and that. But there are times when, like, you can see their socials and that, like, see how they represent themselves. Yeah. And then you know their persona, and then their persona on stage, and it's yeah. just like you don't match up. Yeah, yeah. That's that's where it's like. Yeah. Okay, so you're this big thing on it, like the social media side, yeah. your performance, like if you don't look happy with what you're doing, yeah. you're actually like different on social media. It's more yeah. of like a, it makes people confused. You know, you want the energy on both parts. You want yeah, them to yeah. rock up and be like, yo, if they're a mic person, if not, yeah, you want yeah. them to dance with you. Yeah, yeah. You know, or like even Marla, how, like he doesn't do too much. He stands there, smokes his ciggy or maybe goes. even a joint, whatever it is. Yeah. He does his, <laughs> he does he does his little bop, drinks his drink, but like that's him. He's made that him, he's made it. That's his image. But yeah. he has like a whole brand merch following yeah. the, like his gang. When you say him, you mean they, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, who knows? Yeah, I've, um, I've got, have you ever, have you, yeah, have you ever researched a bit into it? Of like, course I have, he's yeah, yeah. like the talk of the town, of the world, when it, he just came out with the, sipping on booze in the house, yeah, yeah. Was the, the one thing and that And so many people knows. are like, oh, who is it, who is it, and I'm like, like oh, just do a little bit of research, yeah, right? straight it's up, it's probably a few guys, but it's, it's obviously one person who does the DJing, the Fisher thing, like, yeah, like, get over it, people do what they do, do you know how many people yeah. ghost right? Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think it's a shitty thing. Um, well, yeah. not shitty, but, like, for the people that are doing it the right way, right? Yeah. But, example, like, what happened with Fisher, you know, how everyone yeah. went and, like, he doesn't do his own shit, like, blah, yeah. blah, blah, but he's doing it now. You know, like, Hannah Wands, she, like, Chris Lorenzo, you, everyone, well, I don't know, but, hello, everyone, Chris Lorenzo used to write Hannah Wands and stuff, yeah. right? That was word on the street. This is just coming yeah. from... You know, yeah, but yeah. let's be real. Now she does. People improve. Things happen. Yeah. But every artist, even pop stars, they have twenty people behind them. Yeah, yeah. People, people yeah, yeah. really don't realize. You think yeah. Justin Bieber's gonna sit there? And just, <laughs> you know, but you think yeah, Beyonce yeah. is gonna sit there? Yeah. And you they just come into the booth for two hours. And and just, oh, this is what we're singing. Yeah, All right, and that's and it. Sing it. There's yeah. a massive team behind everything. Yeah. Like Alice in Wonderland, she has a great people. It takes a team. Like yeah. maybe not so much writing and. You know, like... Coming up with the original maybe yeah, idea, like but, the vibe. But DJs yeah. and stuff in Australia, like, not even Australia, but, like, all the artists killing it right now, a lot of them do write their stuff, and I think it's important to show yeah. you doing your work. Just because some... Yeah. 
it's a lot of politics and it's very hard and like especially yeah. females i think it's good to like show what you can do yeah, like yeah. It, you know so sending off a mixing and mastering is different so the whole creativity production yeah. side if someone else does that for you and yeah, you put it out right. admit it because yeah. like you're gonna sit there and deny it. you're gonna even look like a bigger fucking idiot yeah yeah that's it like, that's there's it. no shame to it mm. you can like do that and then say oh yeah that was you know not by me but it's under me and i'm gonna keep learning yeah. if you want you know yeah, exactly. that, that's where the respect will come in if people yeah. are honest like but at the end of the day yeah that's the people... thing like i don't i don't hate it because like i can no, understand the main thing i can understand is like for someone like say chris lake or chris lorenzo it's like i'm so good at writing tunes mm-hmm. i can write so many tunes he's nuts and it's like well i've got all these tunes what what am i going to do with them and that, oh, just but sell that's what them i mean he's people, open you know, about like, it yeah, yeah. fish is open about it like yeah, yeah. like they do back to back. He does all these shows. He's killing it. He can back himself up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's like, got the brand and the persona. It's a, you and know? It's like, that's such a the big whole combo. Thing. Fish is yeah. such a big topic because of like yeah. whatever loose motherfucker he is. Like yeah. shit, the stuff yeah, yeah. he posts. The stuff yeah, he I talks know. about. Like, I would hate to be his girlfriend. Could you imagine <laughs> oh, to be Chloe? Like, but then again, I love like, all this shit where he gives them shit about crystals. That's so, oh my god! I oh, know. that would be. She but just she hates. probably loves it too. Yeah, yeah. Like, she's like, yes, I love him. He's funny. Like it'd be yeah. fun. Yeah. Someone who gets you, but like, yeah, yeah. Still, I don't know. It's hard in this industry. Yeah. So they're lucky. They're, it's tough. It's goals too to see stuff like that. Like, yeah, yeah. No matter how much of like a funny, stupid person he can be. It shows like. Wouldn't we all love to be touring the world? And having fun. Yeah, and, yeah, and doing. You know what I mean? Wouldn't we all love that to be our Instagram? Just yeah. playing shows and yeah, having a laugh. Yeah, but at the same time, like, once again, it's just social media. Yeah, exactly. You know, you got to be happy inside yeah. out, anytime, yeah. mentally, health, health, healthy, and physically. Yeah. Everything has to be good. Do you do, do anything it. specifically? To help you with that, is there? Um, any, like, I read a lot. I do yoga. Lots of I meditate. Yoga, yeah. What kind I of yoga? I do all yoga. So okay, cool. Yeah. All the classes. I try to do everything and incorporate meditating. I like to read. Yeah. And then I like my downtime and a glass of wine and yeah. sneak with a J. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I just love to mellow out and because I'm already so happy and high on life. Yeah. Nothing is like a depressant. Nothing is like a run to anything. It just makes yeah. me enjoy life that t- like a little bit more because I'm already yeah. so happy you know that's what so I mean? awesome to hear yeah, yeah. so it's like it brings more creativity things like that just like I'm happy in my own space own time that's why I like moving to Melbourne was so awesome yeah yeah it's like really just me yeah yeah and exactly. networking as well me yeah. going out hi I'm this I'm to by yourself I'd yeah. like can I I'm came to dance and check out your event and I'll come back next week I'll get to know me more do you want to play it's just it's talking yeah yeah it's no oh my yeah. god I can do this Fuck, yeah, you're not yeah. gonna get anywhere like yeah, that yeah. Any, it, yeah. with any job as well oh, I, I kind of learned that doing like artist liaison stuff mm-hmm. at festivals and things yeah and it's like well, you can't fangirl and fanboy over artists mm-hmm. when you're doing that role because yeah. you're going to be with them for yeah, hours. 100%. So you've just got to be, yeah, you've just got to be like a real person. Yeah. And I feel like that strategy works well with networking as mm-hmm. well. Be a person, not someone who's trying to get a gig. 100%. At, you know, your, wherever the venue is or the, yeah. or the event. Like, yeah, that's that's something. So, um,. What, so anything big coming up? Obviously, you're playing Grass is Greener this weekend. Yeah, so I've got Grass is Green up in Cairns on the Saturday. I'm so excited. And then yeah. Monday, we're doing a little takeover with our agency. So myself, yeah. Noi, Jordan, and Lowdown, we're doing a takeover at Pier Bar. And then Holy we come shit. Back, Wait, yeah. next Monday? Yeah. 
in cans at Pier Bar. Yeah. You, Jordan, Noi, and Lowdown. Holy shit. That's going to be mental. Yeah, I know. It's going to be fun. What's... It's Monday... Nothing. It's just a Monday. I don't know. It's, apparently, it's it goes like off on a Monday. Maybe, what? but apparently, this place is sick. Everyone goes yeah. out. It's just like proper tunes. Well, I grew up in Cairns, so, so but you know, there was no pier bar there back then. Um, yeah, and I didn't go out much when I was there anyway. Yeah. So um, exciting. Yeah, that's, lots of cool shows too towards the end of the year. That's a that's a that's gonna that's such a I sick know, night. I know. If you're in so Cairns, so much footage. It's gonna be fun. Oh, uh, that's gonna be Can't really wait. great. Um, and then yeah, you said you've got some stuff. Towards the end of the yeah, year coming up. Got... Anything you can talk about? Yeah, or... I'm supporting Pauza. Oh, really? Oh, I'm so excited. Where um, is this? This is in Melbourne at the yeah. Timber Yard on the 22nd yeah. of December. And I'm doing um, a few others. I'm back at Revolver. Yeah, so nice. keen. I'm doing the night base tours in Gold Coast and Brisbane. So I'll be back home for that. So excited to come back already. It's just yeah, perfect. Sweet. Um, hopefully a few exciting shows in the new year, the ones with like Michael Bibby and like, we'll see what else. There's, a, there's so many big names coming and yeah, yeah. I've got more music coming out and it's just really good time of year for me. So yeah. a lot of things happening. I mean, it's coming back into festival season oh, and all yeah, the big I events know. and all the internationals love to come here in they summer. They do. They're here they for love summer. Weeks. They're here for ages. They love their, uh, they love the summer here, it's you know, good. like why wouldn't you be here where it's summer? As opposed to yeah. in Europe and everything where it's cold and it's winter good here. It's a like, vibe. We're um, lucky. Yeah, and the beaches and stuff. So yeah. So, so um, how can we find you on the socials? What are your social handles so like? Is it just, all the same yeah, across the board? Yeah, it's all the same. Talina Music. Yeah. So my Facebook, my Instagram, my Snapchat's Talina. That's my more so like just fun. I talk a lot of shit. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. talk and. Don't really update as much. I try to, but um, more Instagram. Talina Music is that's it. I'm always posting lots of stories and I'm yeah. trying to talk more and do more questions and stuff. I feel like yeah. it's a lot of interacting and interact with I'm your just, audience. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. happy because that people personal still, connection. Yeah, yeah, people still follow my journey since moving from Brisbane to Melbourne, and a lot yeah. of people that started following me and talking to me and like connecting was from the UK base, and they're still so happy to talk like to watch yeah. the journey even though it's not that genre yeah. and it's like damn they like I feel like they respect what I do and I am like because I I have all the time in the world for yeah. people that like say hi talk to me yeah. it's all good I'm not like yeah fuck off yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I, I enjoy it I, I absolutely yeah. love it the people that support me are like they mean everything to me they make me happy yeah well, I mean, so, that's how we link this podcast up. I just hit you yeah, up on Instagram. Yeah, I'm like, yes, for sure. Hey, you like, you're like, yeah, it. I'm in town. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, and, and I have really enjoyed watching that journey that journey to Melbourne and seeing yeah. the seeing whole thing. Which is, yeah, yeah, which is which is really cool to see. So, yeah, um, cool. Thanks for coming on. And, thanks um, for having me. Thanks for the driving beers. down. Nice oh, beers. The co- <laughs> yeah, the coast. Yeah, yeah, good beers. So, yeah, I'm going to have to. Chill out before I drive. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, that's all. That, <laughs> no, nah, good. good. Good Listen time. to some music, but um, thanks for coming on. Thanks and for um, if me. you're in Cairns, go go to Grasses Greener and get there early and see yeah. the play. And otherwise, get out to a gig and mm-hmm. support the music. So good. Awesome. I'm so excited. Right. Thank you. Cheers. Till next again. time. Bang. There we go, guys. Um, how good was that? Um, I love seeing people who are really passionate about what they're doing. Um, and Talina had plenty of that passion and drive. You could see, um, obviously you guys couldn't see, but uh, like the look in her eyes when she was saying some of those things, um, and just the way she was talking about, 
uh, her passion and drive for music and really loving what she's doing at the moment and, and loving everything, um, you know, in her life with the, the Melbourne stuff and the producing and, you know, falling in love with the tech house sort of thing that um, she's sort of, you know, now all about, which is just so awesome to see. So, um, yeah, thank you so much, Talina, for coming on the show. Um, I hope you have a great gig at Grasses Greener this um, this weekend. So if anyone out there in Cairns going to Grasses Greener, uh, make sure you check out Talina's set. I believe she said it was at 3 o'clock. Um, so make sure you get there nice and early so you can check that out as well. Make sure you're following Talina on all her socials. So it should just be Talina Music on all platforms. So it's T-A-L-E-E-N-A Music, um, and you should be able to find her pretty easily across all platforms. As always, make sure you're following me, at Boy King Koi on everything. Super easy to find. Make sure you subscribe, like, share, uh, do all that cool shit. Share the podcast around. Um, I'm sure there's some people who haven't heard it yet that need to, and you might know them. So uh, if you if you can, make sure you get it out there and you show uh, everyone you know about the podcast. All right, guys, that's it for this one. Make sure you're having a great day or night wherever you are, and I'll see you guys soon for the next episode.